Yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah. You already know the vibes. Already know. I ain't with that switching sides. From Chicago, my motive is stay alive. Stay up, stay up. Never fade away like mine. I'm, I'm dripping like Fiji, watch him slide. I can't keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. My, my future yo, 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 what's good? What's happening? Be back. Brand new episode of Black Tacos of the Culture. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. And I got the whole squad on her, G. Yo, Trail Slovakia. What's good as DC? Yo, scan. Got a decent little episode for you guys this week. First and foremost, I just want to start off by saying R.I.P. to Chadwick Bo- uh, Boseman, uh, the Black Panther, a.k.a. almost every black icon that has ever been portrayed on black film. R.I.P. to him. He recently lost his life to uh, colon cancer, correct? It was colon yeah. cancer. Yeah, colon stage cancer. four. Colon cancer. Stage four colon cancer. Many didn't know that he had it. So, uh, but I understand why you don't want that in the limelight. And I understand why he looked super skinny at the all-star game this past year. And just like in recent, uh, memory to a lot of people, but, um, applause to him for just working through it and like inspiring many young and old. Cause that Black Panther moment is in those kind. It got mean to hell to extent that Black Panther moment was huge, and I applaud him for just inspiring many, uh, many black people, many black children, and just doing that role a huge justice. So, uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, you guys want to give any thoughts in regards to uh, Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, uh, just a quick R.I.P. Strong man. Really hate to see it. It's a sad situation. Praying for his family. Just, I just, my whole takeaway, you know, it's sad that he died, but um, just in my bad strength and not letting something as serious as that show, you got to be strong than anybody. Uh, still had his, um, like, focus towards the, the kids that was diagnosed with a disease the same as he got. Not the same with colon cancer, but still got cancer. In which he was, he was still active and going to children's hospitals and stuff like that. And you can't get no more out and more than that, man. So um, I just, it's just really sad. Ruined my day yesterday, kinda. Yeah, for uh, for me, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, and what's done for the black community will never be forgotten. And like Natron said the other day, like that was like a horrible way to end my night. But I just try to remember the good that you've done and respect the way you went out in these past four years, battling with cancer, but still pushing forward and not only your career, but also helping in other people's lives. So, you know, just RIP. Yeah, same. Um, Rest in peace, prayers out to his loved ones and his family as they're definitely be going through a way worse time than us um, losing someone that dear to them. Um, so prayers out to them. Uh, I personally, like first got introduced to Chadwick 
through his Black Panther role. Um, and then I saw a lot of his other films that he did. Um, and he's just a just a phenomenal Black actor, um, always exuding Black excellence. Uh, and it's sad to, sad to lose him like that, because to me, 43, my mom said it, she said 43 is a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, 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 um, it's sad to see him go. But like DC said, I, I want to take the time to honor everything, all the good that he's done for the Black community and music to propel us forward. So rest in peace. Yeah, respect to him in every way. Um, it, it's, it's really still bothering me because that just caught me off guard last night. But uh, if we got time, we'll do it, spend a little more time on it uh, later in the episode. But uh, let's go ahead and do what we've been reading, watching, and playing this past week. Uh, so I'm just going to knock out reading first. Uh, the only thing I read was My Hero Spoilers. And uh, Shiggy's not playing. <laughs> Uh, niggas is losing legs. Um, <laughs> niggas is out here losing legs out of getting shot by uh, bullets. And Shiggy's trying to rip people's faces off as well. And Todoroki popped up to save life. My boy. So, so yeah. Um, take that for what it's worth. Um, and also, uh, Momo's plan didn't work. <laughs> so, Did we oh. think it was, though? It didn't work. Like I never cared. So it's like So they wasted time giving them kids class one A screen time just for that plan to fail. So that was the call call class one B, bro. People gonna die on their watch. Stay (laughs) calm. I'm I'm serious. You see that last panel, bro. (laughs) Nigga about to get trampled on G. (laughs) But you know you know like we are like in sports how they have like an A team. Even though development teams have like an A team and a B team, yeah, it's pretty much you know A team is uh, Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki, and B team is everybody else. Literally, there's no lies being told. Cause Jesus Christ, uh, that like just the fact the plan didn't work is just comical. It's just it's straight up comical. Uh, but moving on to what I've been playing. Uh, bought Captain Subasa because Cam and Datra really gave it high marks, and my decision to drop the 60 ball on it was on their uh, thoughts on it, and well, their initial thoughts on it. And I bought it last night, well, yesterday, played it last night. Uh, I add my more thoughts when we give our first impressions or review on it later, but uh, I love it. It reminds me of Mario Strikers, but a little less toxic, less toxic. Um, then, uh, uh, like, like I said last week, I, uh, Madden was on free trial cause I have EA access and I played that. Uh, I will give a quick review on that. 2K dropped a demo for 2K21. Uh, all I'm gonna say is that shot meters ass and you touch something that didn't really need to be touched and ghost and I'm still playing ghost of Tsushima. So that's that. And for watching, God of High School was cool this week. I should still watch Ice Shield 21. Black Clover, I really get I'm really over this uh fuller training art. Rent a girlfriend, fuck that nigga Subaru. Cause now he evolved from pedophile. Huh? Kazuya. Cause Kazuya, my fault. I don't know I, my fault. Kazuya, because he evolved from simp. God tier simp. 
pedophile to uh now stalker. Uh I have not stalker pedophile. Yeah, like he is the triple threat G. That man is a triple threat G and if he and was we're supposed life, to find him in Daring. Okay. Yeah. And whatever I, like I, I I don't know, bro, at this point with this man G. I don't know. Like it's like the writer tried to just make him like the most pathetic version of what a man or what they thought a man should look like and it became Kazia. And the fact that he has a name like Kazia kind of sucks because it's some real niggas named Kazia in anime and in video games. So oh. like, <laughs> it's like, bro. <laughs> it's like, bro. Oh, like, yeah. My, my nigga from freaking Yakuza too, bro. Oh, exactly. Gee. Yakuza. Oh, my hey, man's from Tekken. Like, gee, it's too many real niggas named Kazuya and like the epitome is th- this guy all together. I think it's a nigga named Captain Sublu, whatever the damn game is that's named. Sabasa, make Kazuya, yeah. Yeah, he's in middle school. school. And he's in middle school, G. <laughs> hey, man, wrap it up, folks. Wrap, wrap this thing up, man. Yeah, so. What, what is going on, man? It, what they like, on, bro? Like, I get what the writer was trying to do, but dog, come on, man. Come on. I know I don't. I don't get what the writer's trying to do. Folks got, like, got a smorgasbord of creep. Yeah, like, like, at this point, really, what he's... I, honestly, it's like, I got we got to do some research on the actual author of the show at this point, because it's just, like, it's a lot of red flags going on, and, like, sometimes you, you um, project your own personal experiences into what you write. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Is this something you're not telling us, bro? Like, real talk. Like, is it something you want to tell us, the viewers, that you're going through or something? Like, because each episode, I'm slowly just, instead of me analyzing the show, I'm analyzing the thought of someone actually thought this was good. And I want to know your mentality. Well, I found a picture of dude, and he looks like everything that Kazuya is. Hmm. Like his name's Reiji. What's it? What's what's his name? Rai Reiji Raiji Miyajima. Mia. Mia. Miyajima. Oh, here it is. He's young for a uh, mangaka, so. But yeah, folks look like he rents girlfriends. Yeah, like he he looks like he fits, <laughs> he fits the like dog like I wouldn't be shocked, but yeah. So moving on from that shit, uh, or Gairu, DC, we can both attest that uh, I hated the, the end. I'm just gonna keep her. I hated that ending. I don't I had know. a feeling he would because I was irritated with Yukino this episode, and she only and popped up for five minutes. Oh, that's another thing. People been complaining. They've been, they counted the actual minutes she's been on screen. She's on the screen no longer than like four minutes every episode. Hello. <laughs> I just noticed, like people pointed that out, and now, now that I notice it, I can see why people are mad with this season. I'm not really mad at the you. season. I'm just mad at how this episode went. I yeah, I, I was upset with how the episode went, but like I noticed that people kind of like compared to the novel. Like, people don't like how the anime made... Not a majority, but there's some people that don't like... You say, like, the people who like the that character. Isn't that yeah. that she's not getting... 
is basically at this point because the way that you guys are describing it is like it's pretty obvious he's gonna go with the black hair shorty but the people who actually like is it is she got pink hair Yui. yeah Yui. yeah hair shorty like uh oh yeah shout out to uh, top Rosen on dokkan um but yeah uh it's obvious he's gonna go with the black hair chick so it's like i mean we get it but could you at least you know throw some bones for the pink hair shorty let let her have some time in the light <laughs> that's kind of what's happening she's been in every episode crying. that's literally what's happening just to literally because for me I, it's a meme now where yui is like <laughs> i asked dc when you when he first told me about the episode i asked the yui christ it somewhere i'm like okay cool Every episode she cries because she knows she ain't getting a nigga. So I was like, hey, <laughs> that, like it's literally like I enjoyed the episode to the last five minutes. So I was like, yeah. I don't know what the what 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 happened with that. That confused me. Uh, is, is her crying the same as uh, when Tamaki cried on that one episode of uh, Fire Force? Where it's like, look at our look at our smooth animation of this freaking chick crying. That one episode it was. That yeah. one episode when she was crying in the alley. Oh yeah, when like she that. cried in the alley, it was probably the funniest yeah, yeah. one. Damn, she come back. Maybe she needs. <laughs> maybe she needs to That's rent a boyfriend. <laughs> she needs to rent a boyfriend. Probably, man. man. Who knows? But it's nothing wrong with being a side chick, G. Like, hey, uh, then what else? High school. Oh, <laughs> look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, Food Wars has been decent. Uh, I'm probably the only the minority because I was looking at the community for Food Wars. Everybody hates this season. And I'm like, I'm probably like the minority enjoying this season, but now, it's I whatever. think Extra and Dion enjoying it. They they talk about it when I was in a party with them the other day. That's all they was talking about was Food Wars. Oh, see, yeah. and apparently somebody got kidnapped. Yes, yeah. somebody did get kidnapped. They kidnapped one of the uh, brothers. Uh, brother for some odd reason it's some gay dude in his group yes of that's what it was they got get out like i got by the booty bandits there we go yeah. <laughs> that's what happened and i was like yo i'm like they that's wild because that's well, a, this is a child here, by the this is still a child by the way oh they got oh they, they got they got get they, police came and that bitch clean literally it was like I don't want to get too problematic. <laughs> yeah. No, if it's a grown man that kidnaps a child, he's a pedophile. It don't yes. matter if he's gay, straight, yeah. or pony. Literally. He's a pedophile. <laughs> he's a pedophile. No, like, literally. So, uh, but yeah, it's one of those type of moments. But it was really effed up. Uh, but the uh, plot still led to do winning either way. Uh, I already said I watched Millionaire Detective. Uh, it went from uh, my man stunting. To uh, actually getting real police work going on, so yeah, shit, shit's going down, bro. <laughs> it's like I'm like, well, okay, now it's like while I'm watching the episode, I'm like, okay, I have to pay attention more because it's a cop drama at this at the heart at its core. So now it's like, okay, I have to pay attention now. I have to focus on the plot instead of just like, oh, my man's about to flex. So, but it's really good. Though. I really like the uh, storyline. Uh, then re zero. Uh, this was a really good episode. Uh, I felt for my man Subaru. We had a top two Subaru death. Shout out to Usagi. Uh, multiple Usagi. Shout out to Wabbit shout out, shout out Season. 
That's why, yeah, Wabbit season. Uh, top two Subaru death. Uh, caught me off guard, but yeah, that was a definitely a top two Subaru death. Uh, decent little plot uh, related stuff happened. And also, my man's finally was able to uh, cry in front of the pussy for another chick. So we got Prime Simp Subaru as well in this episode. But I respect why his understandable though. It's it understandable very understandable. Like I understand. Like bro, you had to hold on to this secret for your whole since this whole experience. Died probably dang near over forty times, and and that's including stuff we don't know of, and. So, like, my bro, I understand, G. It was needed. It was very much needed. So, I'm not mad about it. It was a really great episode. Really great episode. Uh, And that's it for me. Mine should be really quick. I haven't watched really any anime. Uh, I got to catch up on uh, God of High School. Man, I am, yo, I am not as hyped as to watch Five Force as I was last year when I was watching it. I want to call it a year ago. I don't blame so, you. But I, 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 I think it's more of a world that. building arc than it is what's going on with everybody. like that 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 little forest stuff is boring, bro. I don't even want to yeah, know like, it's world. not. It's so much. Did you watch this episode? World building, but like everything happening around it is just nonsensical and like. Although I will say I enjoyed this episode, but everything yeah, everything like, else that's happened is good. just like and. Like yeah, no. So, but I agree. Like you know, I just the only thing that that kind of got my attention is uh is God of High School, and I, I still miss episodes from time to time. It's not that these are bad shows. It's just that some it's it's not there. I'm chasing it. Let me let me give you real with my my homies and and the people that listen to us. Thank you for the people that listen to us. I'm chasing a high when it comes to weekly anime. And it's, 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 it's crazy to me. I'm chasing a high. And that high is as hype as I was watching Villain Saga, bro. That's my high. I want to get another situation in which I am foaming at the mouth. Oh, at the church, my nigga. I was at the church getting ready to watch some Vikings kill each other, bro. I used to couldn't wait to get out of church for that. Um... That was a time. And like so, I that it was a time. So that is my high that I'm chasing. No show is making me, you know, like that. The stuff that I binge watch is just because I'm being watched. I'm about to binge watch Captain Subasa because that game fucking heat. So I'm about to binge watch that. That's also an OG show too. Yeah, I might as well. I might as well get to it. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I just don't have anything that like got me, you know, hyped or or stuff like that. Um. As for like reading, I read nothing uh, but comment sections and people getting mad about anime. So that's <laughs> neither here nor there. For gaming, uh, my my usual gaming sweep of um of uh what's that called um uh this what well, a new Capital Boston game, Civ, a little bit of two K, um and what else? I don't want to move out, but I play something else. Oh, the UFC. UFC is getting to that state of which I'm playing probably like two fights a day. Not that it's bad. I think once I up the difficulty, the the gaming got better. Like in, in terms of me, like having to learn who to fight, and I find myself as I go against challenging contenders, I'm like, dang, this is really good. I lost by a majority decision, 
one game, which is extremely hard to get in UFC regardless, that means you got to have a round that's, like, tied. Like, <clears throat> like a judge have to break the vote or something like that. Damn. So, um, yeah, uh, that was good. And, uh, the, even the game thought I won because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we thought she won that round, but this is where you can't leave the stuff to the judges because we was going at it, a lot of knockdowns. It was one fight I restarted because I refused not to lose to somebody that that's not legit real. So if that's a, <laughs> if it's a real game, I'll lose to him, no cap, go back. But I'm not about to have a career sustaining injury because that can happen in the game to a person that was randomly generated through a computer. I refuse. So, but how went is I was getting to like, and this is what I mean by upping the difficulty really how gameplay. I was I, um I was moving through. Like, cause I got a wobble, so I was going in for the punches, trying to knock her down. I went in for like an overhand, and she uppercut me, and my person just fell. And every <laughs> attribute I had literally went down, and it said enemy uh, injury sustained permanent. I was like, "Yep." Restart. Damn, what happened to your chin? Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't get a boxer, so I have a wrestling rest. I mean, a jujitsu people got for the weekend, so. And plus, I, my chin thing was all the way up, bro, and I got cracked and I got knocked out. I think it's because my, my chick weighed more than everybody else in that division, but, like, that's not my fault. <laughs> like, I don't, like, move me down the division or so, which I wish they implicate in that game. There's a lot of stuff I wish they implicate in that game that they just don't do. EA, if you listen to us, Chris, hashtag EA and all of our stuff. Yo, gotcha. I will work for you to build the best UFC game known to man. Like, literally, you can pay me minimal wage and wherever y'all are located, and I'll promote. I am not underselling myself either, bro. Like, you can pay me minimum wage and wherever y'all located. So if y'all located a place that minimum wage is eight eighty two, nigga, I will have another job on the side. Let me work on this game, the next one that's coming up. I will make y'all the perfect UFC game concept that will get y'all money from people who don't even play UFC. Um... But I also have an idea of, like, uh, I want to get to a person who is into the combat sports as much as I am, but have a talent that I don't have, which is, like, storyboarding. And I want to create an animated show revolved around UFC that's kind of like Buck, but not as ass. <laughs> so I want to have it because I think there's so much story that can be told. My brother called me, so I'm going to have to get off in a little while. But... It's so much story that can be told. Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's so much story that can be told through the fights itself. And you can really get you I would say this right now. Anybody who have the better drawing skills than me, even me DC. For you people who if you want to get a quick like Shebang, yo, make something like this and a and you will have an anime out because nobody has a fight anime that's like center around. You can say guy in high school, but I sit around like legit martial arts and like wrestling and 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 jujitsu and stuff like that. Not just you know, we throw hands for five minutes or ten minutes and then it's over with. But like the the psychology behind why I'm doing this got darn dark choke and and uh, the emotion and stuff behind it. I kid you not, you have a slapper show. Um, and then you can have fighters based off real fighters like Daniel Cormier and Connor and all that type of stuff. Like you, the the, the white freaking um, 
meet rookie who who have to go against all these odds while your homies are in different weight classes. You see one dude get his face back off, you'd be like, I want to fight him. That's my goal. You know, stuff like that. You know, you got people like Khabib and then his alter ego, because you can get real, real cool with it. You can have somebody like Khabib with his alter ego, and you look at him before the episode come off, his alter ego is just a big-ass bear, because that nigga literally wrestled <laughs> bears when he was a shorty. So, like, you can get really, really freaking cool with, as Robbie Lawler getting his ass beat. You can get really, really get, you know, really cool with this because of just how much goes into a, a UFC fight that most people do not know. Like when it comes to training camps and rivalries and losing and people popping for roids and you can get fired with an anime just like that. I am trademarking this shit somehow. But you can get fired in an anime just like that. I, I kid you not. You can start heat. Everybody they might want to make the next god darn such and such and this and that. Or they want to make another sports anime. Now make something about UFC. Make it nice. Shit. You could even have a harem in that hole. Like you can but just just make it about USC and I'm well not USC in general, just mixed martial arts. And you can really, 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 really have something out of it. So um I'm sorry that kind of went on tangent, but uh still haven't won my second game in seal. I'm beginning to just, you know, be content and I'm very bad at that game. Um, but I'm learning more every single day when I watch YouTube videos 30 minutes long or somebody just swore with 50 turns. So trust me, that game is extremely deep. It involves a lot of math, and I got myself in a hole, but I like that type of hole game. Um, like I said, I played Subasa 2K. I'm just waiting for Chris so I can mop him with my team and delete the game and won't play it until I have a PS5. Unless somebody bad for me. I'll put my cash up out in the de- description. Um, but all in all, just a cool week for me. Chillaxing, sitting all cool, and uh, just waiting for the next thing to come up. All right, um, I'll be quick with the gaming. I got banned twice on Rainbow, so like, I think hey. if I kill niggas again, I'm gonna get banned for a week like last time. So that's why works for mysterious ways. That's that's the goal, man. Um, next is watching. I'll start with Oragairu. I guess I could give my more in depth thoughts on like, um. The th- the issue that I have with Yukino, I have an issue with the concept in general of codependency within the show, how they make Hiki feel bad for being a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I understand like um the older sister wanting uh Hachiman to be like upfront with his emotions because that's her little sister, so of course she wants someone to be straight up if they like her little sister. But at the same time, I feel like it's getting in dangerous territory in terms of like Yukino playing that. Like, you know, a lot of romance animes that are like bad towards the end where you know two people like each other and they just play this like- They just play drama. Game of tag. Drama, drama game. Drama. Yeah. That's why I was pissed at the end of the episode. I don't like that. Um, I hope Yui next episode, because remember Chris, what I told you, I think Yui's gonna do some, something to try to like get a leg up or mm-hmm. try to be with them. I guarantee next episode is going to be Yui. I think Hachiman is going to go on a date with Yui or whatever, be with her. And I think Yui is going to try her best. And then at the end of the episode, she's going to cry and say, go to Yukino, because that's who you really like. And that's going to be the end of the episode. I guarantee it. And in the next stretch episodes, they're going to try to put in as much 
Hachiman and Yukino moments. I saw you go on a date with her. Exactly. Oh, you hold hands. I still like the show, though. I'm not trying to trash it, but I think this would have did a lot better if they had more episodes because they did have a lot of Yui this season. And I mean, I, they, they could write it well, and I could be just, you know, worried for no reason, but that's just my issue with the episode. Overall, I enjoyed the episode. Same thing with Chris. Like, just the end part had me. All that work dude put in in front of Yukino's mom, and it just goes for nothing in the end. It just pissed me off a little bit. But um, that's it. I, I'm behind on God of High School. I'll catch up eventually. Um, I watched, the I think, the recent episode of Uzaki-chan because I've been reading the manga a little bit. And I watched the most recent episode of it. Um, it was okay. It was cool. I like I like Uzaki-chan's little like, from what I saw, how she was kind of like, gloomy, and from what I read in the manga, it's like her personality now is like because of him. I, I like that little dynamic. Um, I could be wrong because I, I skipped shit, but that was cool. And then I'm rewatching Hunter Hunter, and I'm at the I'm at the part where Hasoka smoked that dude. You remember Chris, where that dude he spent all his life on that like knife technique, and Ahsoka just does it in two oh, seconds. Oh yeah, made that dude a pack. <laughs> Watched him. I'm at that part. So um, the Hunter exam, like when I first watched it, I enjoyed it, but I remember people saying it's the slowest part of Hunter Hunter. Cat. I see, I can see it a little bit. Some people so say what? it's the slowest part. So what do you see? They say it's the slowest part of Hunter Hunter. Is the hunter? I think the beginner is the slowest part of Hunter Hunter because I went to sleep at least six times. Man, (laughs) (laughs) like I think they should have went straight to the exam instead of like leading up to the exam because I remember at the beginning like you're watching Gone Fish and then you see him you know get on the boat and they're on the boat and then they go to the pre-exam before the actual exam is. I think they should just went straight to it. But I'm still enjoying it nonetheless. Wasn't it like I a see five episode stretch. You said wasn't it a five episode? Yeah, stretch? like that 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 what you just described. That was a five episode stretch, right? I think so. It yeah, then yeah, I kind of agree that 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 yeah. is a little like you're dragging. Like that's two three episodes. That should be. They should two. definitely cut that. Imagine the was original 1999. Yeah, I think it is. Um, it's just. It would have been worth it if, because I found out that in the original manga and in the original show, Kite showed up at the beginning of the manga. So it makes sense why Gone was tweaking at the end. So the short, like the 2011 kind of skipped some stuff, but then you made other things longer. So you kind of defeated the purpose in trying to shorten things. But that's, that's it for that arc. I'm going to look at other arcs and see what else I see giving it another rewatch but I'm enjoying it like I did the first time um I think that's it for watching for reading I'm reading Black Lagoon and the and it after the OVA and the anime is pretty dope um you're getting a lot more of, like I thought cause like Rock goes through this like crazy little character development like going from like a normal guy to like this Machiavellian schemer and so I want to see like the repercussions of that, and I'm starting to see it in the manga, so it's pretty dope. Uh, I also read the Rent a Girlfriend chapter this week. Um, 
I'm probably the only nigga in this in this uh pod that likes the show or the, likes the story. Um, I, I'm not saying that the issues that people have with it aren't valid because they are valid. So I'm not gonna like like try to say it's not. And the people that are trying to like cape for certain aspects of the show that people don't like, just stop what, because one thing about that because I want to say like I don't want to say necessarily other than like the. Anytime your show got like some pedophile tendency, that's an automatic L. But let's take that out for like. There's a lot of shows that have that though. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying that's that's L on anything, bro. You can't be like yeah. a pedophile. This is L on. I'm not saying that's just like that breaks the whole type. Me, I just think this is extremely just unlikable character. Like I, if yeah. folks, folks with the I fucking hate him, bro. Like it, like this. Y'all said it. Y'all said it. I get it. I get it. I'm just. No, I'm not. Me. I'm not trying to like. Go, I just want to. I'm not trying yeah. to go on UBC or nothing. I'm just saying, like, it's weird. Like, because I could agree, like, I can see why people would gravitate towards this show and stuff like that. But I, the the crazy thing about the, the, the show is just like, I ain't never come across a show where I personally just have a real disdain for that one person, G. That I just can't, like, watch it. It's, it's really freaking weird for me. I understand that. Like, there's, for me, his archetype or type of character didn't because when I read it, I was binging it. So certain things I'm like, oh, this guy is tweaking, but I was just reading it. I wasn't expecting much going into it. I was just reading shit because that was at the time where I was trying to find stuff to read. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the things that are going on, I didn't get too much thought into it because I'm like, let's see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a uh I'm not saying I condone the things he does. I was just interested in seeing mm-hmm. how further down the rabbit hole can he go in his lives. Exactly, yeah. And I got interested in Mizuhara's um, storyline. And then you get more of that in the story. And so once you get to that part that I'm interested in, it probably it may be a little bit more entertaining. But I'll say this right now, from what I remember from what I was reading, you guys will drop the next episode. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw. I saw the preview. I'm probably. You will drop it. I could tell you right now if you want to like save the. Uh, no, go ahead. Tell me. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so let's, let's get it started. So from what I remember, Ruka, the high school student, she takes him to a um, like they meet up at like a hotel or something, and so oh, he thinks yeah, she's yeah. trying to like, do something. And she's talking to him about, like, I'm trying to be your actual um, girlfriend. I want to meet your parents. I want to meet your grandma because she knows about how Mizuhara knows his grandma and stuff like that. So he, it's like a misunderstanding type thing because he thought she was there to have sex, which is kind of, well, it's not kind of, it's very suspect. And then um, at the end of the chapter, I think he runs, no, she runs away because she was upset about something, but the next couple are you're gonna get a lot more of her so that's what i'm saying if you don't like this interaction with her you're gonna get more of it so I'm, i know you guys are probably gonna drop it from that he doesn't Kupac. do me do a favor nasty ass nigga you are a nasty fuck and stay away from the me fact, the fact that he's expecting the fact that he, he even if he may think it's a misunderstanding the yeah. mere fact that it's like that's the first thing on his mind is that um yeah, let's let's have sex with a sixteen-year-old girl. Appalls me. That happens. It um, he did say. I mean, it's. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not trying to cape. It's just when I was reading it, it was 
interesting because I'm like, is he going to do it? But he's like, okay, I'm not going to do it. And then he goes in the room and say, hey, we should just probably leave. And then she's gone. And then I got a question. Um, he's like, what? You know, in other shows where, where say, for instance, all very bad shows that have, like, you know, I would say predator-type main characters that that either have somebody in his harem that's younger and stuff like that, it's like they don't, they never, like, will say, well, her age is this and I shouldn't do this for effort. They just, we know, but it's like the main character played dumb and he don't, he don't care. Do he know that this is a bad thing that he doing? He says, I should, he says, I'm not going to do it. Like, he's not, it's like, he does this weird thing where he's like, oh, I don't, I, I know she's young, I'm not going to do it. And then he gets like that virgin, oh, but type thoughts in his head. Uh, and that's virgin. irritating. That's, that's predator. You know, <laughs> virgin the, is it's Japanese. It's a pussy archetype. right there. I want some pussy. That, that archetype? That, yeah, yeah, that archetype. Like, but then he's like, oh, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to muscle through it. That's like you ain't muscling what through he that, does. <laughs> he doesn't do anything with her. What I've read, he, I wouldn't be reading it if he did. But like, he yeah, no, do uh, you know, her, most people like, in them, most people in them shows never get to, unless that show got an X rated version, they never get to do anything with the people around them. But I think I agree with you guys in terms of the person who's writing this. I think what he deems or she, whoever's writing it, yeah. thinks that oh, this may be endearing. I found it entertaining and interesting. Not the that he's doing, but the other stuff like her being a. Um, well, did she? Did they tell you what her goal was in life yet? No, like, no, no, they haven't okay. introduced that yet. No. So when you find out that and the dynamics that go with that and them being in a fake relationship, that's what I'm interested in. So whenever that pops up, that's what I'm waiting for when I read each chapter. So the Ruka stuff is gonna happen, but then after that, you get more of her, you know, dynamic with Kazuya. So that's what. Like where I'm at right now is pretty good, so, um, I mean, I don't think the anime will ever get to that point because that's like I think they're on like a chapter 100 or something like right now. No, I'm pretty but, sure it's a 12 episode series. Yeah, yeah so they're not gonna get to. Line. They're probably gonna have the Ruka stuff be for the rest of the season, from what I know. But yeah, they still got introduced the other girl. They have introduced the other girl yet? Yeah, the red hair chick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll wait for that, but. uh <laughs> No, it's nothing bad. It's just I don't like her character because she's just boring to me. But you'll see if they show her. But mm-hmm. that's it for Rent-A-Girlfriend. Um, I also read... Oh, did you guys hear the news about the guy from... Uh, the guy that draws Dr. Stone, he's doing the... He's drawing the novel. Bro, it's so beautiful, novels. G. Bro. It's so beautiful, bro. It is I so love that. That, that One Piece thing? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so beautiful, bro. The funny thing is there are some people that complain about it, and I find it stupid because the guy that, Boichi, that's the name of the artist, yeah. he's an amazing artist. Yeah, and he is cool. Seeing Ace in that art style is raw. So like the, I'm excited like, for it. Like, I saw it, bro. Like, the way he drew the fire coming out of Ace's hands, like, no, yeah. on Ace's muscles, his hair, like, all that shit is heat. <laughs> like, no funny it. So... Hell of people are gonna read that. I'm definitely gonna read it, even though I already know. If he put that into Doctor Stone, oops. I'm behind on Doctor Stone. Oh, um, I, I don't know if I'm I ain't finished season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I'm excited 
for um I haven't finished the full novel, but I might just wait till the manga comes out and just read that because the art is worth it for me. So um that's it for that. And then I saw the new One Piece volume cover and people were complaining about their designs again, <laughs> like every single time. This reminds me of when Katakuri's design first came out and people were complaining about his hair color and now no one's complaining about it. Everyone loves his design. So I'm just going to tell people if you're complaining oh, about character. Exactly. Like the designs don't matter much. When you see them in action, you're going to forget about it. But plus, I think who's who design looks fire in my opinion. Cuz the red and pink combo isn't used as often. And I think it looks dope in my opinion. It was also like the same thing when we found out the actual hair colors of uh, the Vin Smoke kids and people oh. were like the, it was just like y'all really expected them to have blonde hair like Sanji. <laughs> exactly, they were going with the whole Sentai uh, theme. Like you, that's actually I like that better than them all being blonde. So, like people need to chill out because they they try to have these opinions about color designs and none of y'all know anything about color theory. So just sit down and enjoy the freaking manga. Enjoy the show. It's in black and white anyway. Um, I think. Next is what else did I read? I think that's it. Oh no, um, no, yeah, that, that's it for me this week. All right, so for me, I didn't. Well, actually, I did read a, a little bit of Black Clover. I'm catching up Ooh. on it. Um, I read all the way up until the time skip. Okay. So the six month time skip. Um, I'm I liked everything so far as as far as them setting up the the whole demon thing with the the heart between the heart kingdom, and then them invading the 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 demons invading the diamond kingdom, and them wanting to invade the heart kingdom because of how OP the princess of the the heart kingdom is. Yeah, uh, I like her character as well. Um, the fact that she's extremely. She's extremely powerful. She, it's a cliche. She's extremely powerful, but she's clumsy. But I still like her character interactions when it comes to her with the Black Bulls. Um, uh, I'm not mad that the first expedition was a teleporter dude, uh, Asta, I forgot the chick's name, uh, Noel and uh, Mimosa, I think. I think that's a pretty yeah. good dynamic. So I like that. Uh, I saw, I didn't read the full chapter because I got caught up in some other stuff, but uh, I like his uh, his uh, time skip design. I like yeah. it a lot. I think it's cool. It fits his character, muscle bound idiot. Um, so that's cool. Um, fuck you know. Uh, <laughs> it just will always yeah. be the theme of that show. But I, I'm definitely going to be continuing to. Uh, read Black Clover. Shout out to um, Shonen getting my $2 a month because uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough out here. Um, Don't worry, brothers. They'll be back one day. It's just a dip in the sea. It's just a famine. Y'all yeah. will be good, <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so that's that on to watching. Hey, shout out to uh, illegitimate Joe Star with the replies talking about uh, simp tales. <laughs> uh, but yeah, rent a girlfriend. I would say that it's it's treading on thin fucking wires for me, like thin wires. I would say that I'm glad in this episode that he didn't entertain her. 
Like he was, he, he re- like throughout the course of this episode, he was kind of like responding to her text messages. But like she said, oh, I want to spend Christmas with you. And he was like, yeah, no, nah, I got stuff to do with my family. So, <laughs> um, but then it's like, he turns around and does something that is like, I mean, yeah, you're still a pedophile. Um, you're still a fucking scumbag. Yep. But at least, you know, you're not doing anything stupid with this 16-year-old. But then he turns around and stalks a grown woman. Yep. Minding her own business. Yep. Doing her own thing. And then you find out that she's doing this for work. And, it, and it's just every episode, I it makes me realize that Mizuhara should have been the main character. And just focus on her and her I agree heart. with that. Because it's just, agree. because it's just like, you see the stuff that she's doing. You see the fact that she just wants to live her life. She wants to go to school, get a good education. She's working these jobs so that she can maintain her tuition and get you to go to school. And then each episode is just making this man, like, they wanted us to feel so empathetic towards him at the end of the episode. Like, oh, it was a misunderstanding. I thought he was going to, um, I thought he was going to do something bad to you. So I, I stalked your entire date. Like, no, that's weirdo shit. That's not something, that's not something that I go behind. Like, if it's, his, if it's the author's intention for us to, like, really be like, yo, Kazuya is just a worthless, pathetic piece of trash human being. Then he's doing a good job. Like if that's his full intention to make us go like, all right, cool. Uh, and then maybe through the interactions with the girls, he redeems himself. But for anime intentions only, right? And I'm not talking about manga or yeah. anything like that. For anime intentions only, you have 12 episodes to convince me that this is something that I should continue to watch or support after I'm done or get hyped for season two or any OVAs or if you decide to push out a movie or any other products and you are not doing a good job of establishing anything worth a substantial character development growth for you. Where what this is episode eight, right? Yeah this we're eight episodes in and I still have and I honest to God have not gotten to me I haven't felt like he's done anything worth character development wise he's just been a static character the entire time of this show tries to convince us that he's having some developments by every time he does something wrong goes like oh i'm sorry i'm so pathetic oh i'm sorry i'm so pathetic oh i'm sorry i'm so pathetic but then he goes around and does even more stupid shit and then he goes like oh i'm so sorry i'm pathetic oh i'm so sorry i'm pathetic oh mizuhara why are you still hanging out with me and you're trying to convince me that mizuhara despite literally seeing how truly pathetic this man is for being a 20 year old grown man going to college that she's 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 starting to develop feelings for him you're trying to convince me a terrible job of that like the stuff i said last week about the whole ruka stuff um i still stand by that i just to me even though I I know that we're going to get eventually something to, about her backstory as to why she wants to date, why she interacting with Kazuya. I mean, we got snippets of that through her backstory that they stupidly put at the ending credits for last episode for some dumbass reason, but um, they're going to go more into depth on that. But, you know, 22-year-old grown man here, she's still a 16-year-old child. 
They put her backstory in the credits? Yes. They put the oh, fact that, it, like, remember I said, I, yeah, when I said that episode seven, where they were saying, like, she has some kind of heart problem, and she can't, um, like, they show after she got out the world coaster, she wasn't feeling anything, like, her friends were like, oh, I'm so excited, and then they cut to her being in the classroom, her friends were talking about, like, oh, I kissed this boy yesterday, I felt so excited, and then she said, oh, love, huh, so then she goes to apply to be a rental girlfriend, she's seen going on dates with grown-ass men, uh, which pissed me off, and then she meets Kazia, and then her heartbeat goes over like 79 or something like that, or 80, yeah. something like that. Just, and that's the ending credit scene. So it's basically telling us, the, the readers, the, the, the viewers, that's like, okay, the reason why she's going after Kazia is because she's starting to feel something, so, some sort of thrill or whatever may be the case for the first time in her life, and she wants to pursue it, which I said last week, that just goes to show me the mentality of the child's mentality to pursue someone because of a thrill or something like that. So albeit all of that, I understand that eventually we're gonna get the re like more reasons as to why she wants to interact with Kazia. Six year old child and he's a twenty year old grown man in college. And I already did my research where people were going to be like, oh, but the age of consent is 13 in Japan. Uh, no, it's not. There's more to it than that. So according, and literally according to Japanese law in Tokyo, the area that they are in, um, even if Kazuya were to pursue a relationship with her, he would have to get, he would have parental, to get uh, parental uh, permission, parental consent, parental consent. And even then, I think the, the website that I, I did I did the law research on said that even then, um, the age of consent in the Tokyo area is 18. So a nigga's a pedophile. Um, so that I mean that's just it is what it is. Uh, I and that's for the and that's the reason why I don't like his character. I don't find him endearing. I care about his journey. It's just when you when you, I can handle the simp stuff, right? In terms of okay, he's a simp, but he's gonna grow out of it through his interactions with females. But when you throw shit in there like pedophilia, it just takes me out of the entire show. Like it just takes me out of what you're trying to accomplish, whether it be comedic, whether it be drama, whether it be romance, whatever you want to whatever you want to consider. Yeah. So that being said. I'm going to watch next week's episode. Thank you for warning me, DC, because I did see that through the preview, through the preview clips that he does, she does take him to like this hotel room. I'm glad he doesn't entertain the thought, but it's like at this point, you got a, a illegitimate Joe Star. I'm just reading your reply. No, he didn't t kick the 16 year old to the curb. Um, and yeah, I just to me, if you were to tell me that this is some, this is a good character, this is somebody that you're going to root for, this is somebody you want to see his journey grow, I'm gonna call Cat, because I just can't. In the in the in the sense of the anime, I can't see it at all. So that's all I gotta say about uh, Simp Tales. Um, it's to me, it's out of all the anime of 2020, it's the worst, bar none. Um, so hey, in that sense, it won something. Um. <laughs> All right. 
But uh, yeah, so that's Simtails Fire Force. Uh, like Daytrail said, I'm really not feeling this current arc. However, I will say that this episode was fucking amazing because they showcased Ogon. Oh, and my nigga went, my nigga went crazy this episode. Um, yeah, he got like this raw ass power where basically they were saying that he was, he can make his firepower on par with um, dude with the eye patch. He's the first captain, mm-hmm. I think. The one that uh, Shinra fought at the end of the first season. I miss him, no homo. But they said that he can basically, Ogon uh, can make, basically make it uh, himself have that same amount of firepower for like a couple moments. Like it's like a transformation. He looks badass. Oh, my man was throwing, my man was throwing demons around, like freaking doing Jojo Oda Oda punches. I love that part. Um, I'm just, the thing that's taking me out the show is just people, I remember watching somebody talk about this, uh, people being stupid for the sake of the plot. Um, especially Shinra. Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, this nigga's just standing around, like, not really doing anything. And it's just, it's it's kind of pissing me off because it's like, nigga, the shit that you was doing in season one, I know you can throw hands, dog. I know you can do stuff, but it's just they're showing him in these interactions where he's just being straight up a dumbass uh, for no reason, just to just to ad- basically advance the plot forward and go like, oh, talk to the person inside the uh, Amaterasu so that she can give you a secret power up. Uh, and it's 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 kind of annoying. Uh, it looks like in episode ten he's going to get his shit together and actually do something, so that's good, but. This arc has definitely had a lot of moments where Shinra hasn't really been Shinra, and it's kind of annoying to me. But I will I was, say that I was hoping that they was gonna do something, and I don't think I don't think they followed through on it. I thought they was gonna do it, but I thought they was gonna ploy more on Shinra going inside. It's like it's more of his demon, like everything making him more angry and angry. And then he was eventually gonna have that anime. I don't need this power type situation. But I was hoping that Shinra would actually start acting like the demon that they call him. But now he's just acting like dumb main character number seven. And I'm like, all right, oh, well. Yeah, he's like kind of being, he's being a generic shonen protagonist at this point, And it's kind of annoying to me. So, like, I'll definitely say this is the, out of even season one and, like, season two, I feel like this arc in particular is the weakest one. I understand that they want to do the whole let's find out the cause of the the great fire and stuff like that but aside from that aside from that actual research that arthur um and the two other people who are doing as, as far as like all of that stuff inside Amata, uh, amatasu or whatever they call it that that thing in the forest everything else that's happening to me has just been eh can we move on except for ogon he's been awesome uh, but that's it for Fire Force. Um, what else? ReZero. Uh, I freaking love this episode. I think I for, uh, I feel like the I, I, it was definitely a top two Subaru death. But I honestly feel like that death that happened was like, for people who play visual novels, it was like one of those like bad ending type of things where it's yeah. like you chose the wrong option then all of a sudden it cuts to <laughs> some random thing just killing you for no freaking reason <laughs> like, yeah. my man wakes up everything is frozen everything is like a, a, a snowy wasteland 
And there's freaking bunny rabbits in the middle of the field. like, oh, I think I'm just going to eat you now. Oh, God. Then it, took his, it took his hand, then took, uh, magically took his leg. I didn't even see it take his leg. And then he got squatted up on. And then he got, listen, I'm telling y'all, hey, I'm, as much as I clown Subaru in the first season, they were definitely doing a good job of him in the second season as far as building him up as a character because he experiences those deaths. Like, he feels the pain. He feels in the moment. Like, it's not like he forgets those things. And the fact that he can still do all that and maintain Function. a somewhat cheery disposition makes him a very strong character mentally. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, his interaction with uh, Echidna, the Witch of Greed, at the end of the episode, to me, was one of the highlights of this entire season, just because he finally, I felt that, right? Like, I wouldn't necessarily call him having a simp moment, because everything that he went to, it had, that he went through, and especially... The, the the law that they established in season one is that he can't tell anybody that he can return to death because either he'll die or even if he tries to stomach his way through it, somebody else will die, which we saw when he had that, um, when he told, tried to tell Amelia that one time and she got fucking obliterated. Um, so it's like he's going through his entire journey, you know, dying over and over again, experiencing different traumas over and over again. And he finally meets someone who he can tell, like, this is what I've been going through. And she's just like, yep, I know. I'm here. Tell me everything. And, like, to me, that would break any man. Any man. I, I would cry. Definitely would cry in a situation like yeah. that as far as, like, finally meeting somebody you can tell your, like, your pain to. Oh, and then she, honest to God, I wouldn't even blame Subaru if he was like, Rim, nah. Amelia, nah. I'm going ahead, uh, hey, what you agree? You want to come in and slide into this harem real quick? <laughs> hey, you already eat, uh, drinking our fluids, my nigga, so. I'm saying, bro, you might as well, you might as well go to the whole, to the whole yard. Um, but yeah, I definitely really like that uh, interaction. Uh, can't wait to see what happens next episode. And I think it was just a great moment. It's like one of those moments where, like, it's equivalent of, like, Goku Master and Ultra Instinct or Naruto um, finally being able, like, doing the fist bump with Kuruma. It's one of those moments where, like, that's uh, the height of, like, a character's growth. And that, to me, that was for Subaru, him being able to tell somebody that he can return to death. Return by death. I, I enjoyed that moment. What else? Uh, got a high school. Uh, I like this episode. Uh, do with the, so, just, just some forewarnings, no spoilers. Dude with the hoodie is my favorite character in the entire series. I fucking love him. He's badass as hell. Um, and dude with the shark powers. Uh, essentially, because you really haven't, I mean, you have the behind the scenes things that's happening, but as far as um, the main cast is concerned and where I think the series is going to end, as far as like a season one, Regard basically regard him as the main antagonist for the rest of the series. Okay. Um, and he's that woo. So is, is I, he, without like necessarily big spoilers, but him and the people with the hooded thing is they kind of like no, they're not connected. So it's two, so it's kind of like two two separate enemies. It's two separate things. You'll you'll find out more. Um, but he's not connected to them at all. But he's definitely. Mm -hmm. 
he is is he's one of those characters where don't think that he's down and out like he's he's got a lot more to him than just those shark powers uh and mm-hmm. and same thing with the dude with the hoodie um not not the bad guys but the dude with the tiger hoodie and yeah the dude he's, who knows he has a lot to him too he's very important to the series so that's that. But hey, hold on, we gotta remind ourselves this is the God on high school anime. We we probably get two seconds of folks back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll back <laughs> no, they, actually, they did. They, they did yeah, show. They, they showed his, They show some of his backstory. Um, <laughs> this episode, which I'm surprised they didn't skip over. Um, another one thing that I'd say that I wish the show had, and you were saying when you're talking about um the UFC stuff, Detro, about how they actually the God of High School manga actually goes. Like when Jim Mori does certain moves or when other people do certain moves, they actually go into like details about where this where this style originated from, mm. what this style is um sufficient for as far as like offense, defense, agility, stuff like that, uh, and what what counters that style. They do a yeah. lot of that stuff in the manhwa. And it's one thing I wish they did in the an in the anime that like I kind of don't like especially since the fact that they focus a lot on different fighting styles it would be cool this is one of those cases where you can't have a krillin in the stands that goes like oh jim mori is using this style this style is effective because of blah blah blah, blah, blah. spoiler alert like one thing that made the captain's tsubasa game is really really kind of cool is the goddamn announcer literally saying everything you fucking doing bro literally Every single thing you do, yeah, exactly. announcer says, and the announcer that announced the fight necessarily don't have to do it in, in God of High School, but in fights you got you got a color commentator, and then you have a a technical a technical commentator. The color commentator can make the jokes, can make the things seem exciting, but the technical commentator is there to tell you, all right, he got this rare neck and choke. He's gonna have to move his leg over and put his knee on his chin to under. And that just puts you in the fight way, way fucking more, bro. Mm-hmm. I wish that was there. Yeah. I, so I would say for people, I'm saying all this to say because I keep saying this every freaking episode we talk about out of high school. Do yourself a favor and read the manhwa in terms of like finding out about certain characters and especially about finding out about the different um, martial arts that are used in the show because the manhwa does a great job of explaining um, as far as for me, because like when I was binge reading throughout of high school, I was like, oh, this shit is actually really interesting. And you can see it kind of play out in the fight uh, instead of it just being like, oh, they throwing hands. That's cool. But like, it'd be cool to know the reasoning behind the hands. Uh, so that's that. And I think the last one in Crunchyroll uh, is uh, the Demon Misfit. Uh, it looks like we're finally gonna get some uh, the main plot of the sh- of the series. Uh, so they basically the story takes place in like this kind of demon realm, um, and they have like the, the demon school where the main character goes to. So now they're kind of having this like cultural exchange type of arc where basically they're gonna go to the the realm of humans, and in the realm of humans they have this hero academy. Uh, so the main character, because he was reincarnated, <laughs> he fought the hero. And so he knows that the hero has also reincarnated. So it's, it's kind of setting things up where, like, it's going to be a, re, uh, a reunion between the two characters. 
but there's also some stuff going on behind the background that the main character finds out this episode that there might be something wrong with the hero because uh, some stuff happened this some stuff happened after the main character got killed so it's 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 interesting uh to say the least moving on to the uh the funimation side and in case people don't know what i'm talking about when it comes to anime i do this thing where i essentially on saturday i just kept catch up on my weeklies so i, I watch all the crunchyroll titles first and then i watch my funimation stuff second um just because it's easier for me than just oh it's monday that means that god of high school came out oh it's wednesday that means that ReZero. i just watch it all in one day especially since it's fresh, fresh on my mind for the podcast so for uzaki um i i like this episode of uzaki i thought it was great for her um her character backstory um kind of establishing how she kind of got the attitude that she has in college um from high school that she was very gloomy and through her interactions with another gloomy person she was able to um basically be a lot more cheerful uh, but i feel like there's probably a little bit more to it more than that that they've showed in this episode i like the interactions that they had as far as the main character being like yeah you're annoying as hell to deal with but thanks to you being annoying i still have fun so i appreciate it um, and yeah like Basically, I mean, we kind of got what I was expecting as far as there's definitely a lot more romance than comedy in this episode, and I wasn't mad at it. Uh, so it was a good episode. Yeah, it was due. Um, and then uh, Millionaire Detective, like Chris says, shit's going down, uh, and I'm for it. Uh, it looks like... Uh, it's, it, it looks like they're going for that cliche where... Uh, the cops are the bad guys, but since you know, you all know in this podcast is fuck twelve. I don't mind that, um, so that's cool. Uh, I'm very interested to find out about his mom's death and how that ties into whatever, like whatever metal or technology that they're trying to research and find out uh, about. It's very to me. It's very interesting as far as like because that's one thing that if uh, Chris, if you remember, that Judgment did really well was connecting all old cases that cases. old cases that got closed years ago that connects to current cases that were going on in Judgment. So, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Like I said, it's my favorite fucking show of the season, so for it. Uh, and then, as far as gaming is concerned, uh, play, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Uh, really enjoying it. I'm thinking about getting it on my PC because there's a mod on PC uh, called Stardew Valley Expanded. We're basically like this one dude who like basically made it, it like revamped Stardew Valley. Like he said, he added, he added more areas. He added more NPCs, more events, more fishes, more crops, like a, like a, a shit ton of stuff. Uh, it's a an overhaul? It's a huge overhaul on PC because it's a mod overhaul, and it's yeah. and it's entirely free. So oh, I'm definitely oh. gonna have to check that out, um, see what that's about. Uh, so yeah, I think that's oh yeah. Shout out to um, One Piece, OPT, oh, yeah, One Piece uh, Treasure Cruise, Dokkan Battle, 
both of them decided to like release two big events on the One Piece side. Uh, essentially, they went back to Whole Cake uh, because money, Whole Cake Island sells. Um, and essentially, we got like a new, we got a new Legend uh, Luffy Sanji unit. We got a um, Jerma Double Six unit that has Judge and all of the kids, which is pretty cool. And then they had a uh, Sweet Commander unit, which is basically Katakuri, uh, Cracker, and uh, Smoothie. So really good big celebration. Uh, and then Dokkan, you know, dropped their download celebration where we got a new LR Super Vegito and an LR Buhan. Niggas ain't summoning for Buhan, so you already know how that goes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm happy because obviously my tone would be a lot different if I didn't get the units that I wanted, but I did. So um, I'm saying I, it's a temporary, yeah, Dokkan and yeah, One Piece, but next week it could be very different. <laughs> very different. Y'all already know how it goes when it comes to these gacha games. And let me end, I'm going to end it off with this. So I said last week, um, I bought the G Fuel. So I'm gonna do a live, a live taste test of the new Sonic flavor. Go ahead and get into my piece. All right. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So, uh... Yeah, it's decent. It's decent. It's decent. Um, Bro, why do this nigga Anthony Smith get his I say for this episode, Chris, make sure you hashtag G-Field. Tell him to uh, go ahead hook a boy up with the sponsorship, you feel me? Because uh, money's money's money, you feel me? Exactly. We need that bag. Don't want to be like Spotify out here trying to ruin people's ad dollars. DC, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, They know what they did. They know what they did. But... (laughs) Hey, we're not gonna. But hey, we're still independent. So, we, anybody want to give us the sponsorship? We down. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to the reviews for this week. Uh, I, I, with Madden, I'm about to be quick. So, I played three games, one yard game. <laughs> I don't play much because I have a self esteem and I care about my wallet and my savings. So, uh, let's see. So, graphics, I'm not expecting much. Um, I haven't played Madden since 2017, I think. 2017 edition? I don't remember. So, wherever that that was, or 18, I don't remember. what That was probably the last Madden I played. So, I see a graphical improvement, but at the same time, not by much. But at the same time, this is the last Madden for uh, this set of consoles. So, I'm not expecting a big improvement. Graphics is cool. Uh... One thing I will say, animation-wise, things look a lot smoother compared, and tackling doesn't look like a big-ass mess, so they finally fixed that. The, uh, what, what's that engine they have that they put in all the damn sports games? I forgot. Uh, Frostbite. There we go, the Frostbite engine. So I, I, thought say this, about, I thought I was about to say Paywall or some shit. I don't know. They got <laughs> that's also another t- uh, name for it, and that's that's a separate engine. But that's the engine that they use for all the like the Star Wars Battlefront, the Battlefields. They it's in it's in the development con- contract with EA that like they're 
the if you're developing a game for EA, you have to use the Frostbite engine. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Uh, so, but I would say this is the most polished the Frostbite engine has looked on Madden because I've seen some shit. But at the same time, as I'm probably typing, I mean not typing, but as I'm saying this. You could type in Madden 21 uh, glitches, and you'll probably already see some bad shit. But from my experience, I haven't seen nothing wacky or weird. Uh, it looked very polished from what, from my experience. Once again, I could be wrong. You could probably type in Madden 21 glitches right now, and you'll see that shit tweaking. But everything looked good uh, in terms of that and all of that. Um, I was able to see the field better, because compared to old Madden's, like, the game plays itself too fast, and then that, for me, who I like for, for for a sport like football, you need to be able to see the whole field. If everything moves too fast for a running play, I'm not I'm gonna miss a hole. Next thing I'm not losing three yards. That's frustrating. But I would say I'm, I was able to run the ball. I had time to actually analyze the field, which is and all that. So I will give Madden credit for that because actually that's something. Now gameplay. There's absolutely no goddamn defense in this game, uh, which is a bad thing because let's put it like this. My first game, why is Isaiah calling me? Uh, my first game, I'm uh, I'm the Bears, and I'm the, and I played against the Bengals. Daytro literally does not know football, but he knows Mitch Trubisky's ass. He knows Joe Burrow is a rookie. He all he heard was me getting frustrated because Joe Burrow's marching down the field against the Bears defense. The Bears have a top ten defense in the league, top five when all healthy. Why is a rookie marching down the field against the Chicago Bears? I only had one sack with Khalil Mack, by the way, as well. The best pass rusher in the league. Shenanigans. So there's literally absolutely no defense in this game. Uh and I played another game with the Chiefs. And, yeah, I was able to do – well, I was Pat Mahomes. I was able to do what the hell I wanted on offense. Like, I threw the ball deep and literally mugs caught it. There's no defense on this game. Uh, and I played another game. It was a little bit – defense was a little bit more tuned. But, once again, if you're the type of person that, that is a strong offensive player, which is dang it, every pro-level Madden player that I've seen, when the Madden Challenger shit come up this year – it's going to be games where literally mugs is going to be like 50 to 60 probably. Mm. That like literally. But for somebody like me who likes to play whose game is foundation on defense, if I was to pay and buy Madden this year, I would probably be utterly pissed. Mm. Unless I'm playing with the Chiefs. And playing with the Chiefs is absolutely fun cuz Pat Mahomes. Plain and simple. But uh I will say the defensive moves and like I like and it's the weird thing playing defense has fun perks if you're playing on defensive line because the defensive moves and all of that they're kind of overpowered but literally it, it defeats the purpose of every quarterback can run like Michael Vick <laughs> so it's like oh okay but uh like it, that stuff is actually fun because I like controlling the defensive line so it's it's fun stuff in there but it's like since offense is so overpowered and EA will probably patch this up after a patch or two, it's frustrating for somebody like me, just straight up. But uh, 
and then the yard, which is the new feature where it's like NFL street sorts, kind of sort of. This is where you will ha- where EA said, hey, we need to milk more money out of people. So in yard, you play as your personal player. He's like you're my player almost. But literally, you can dress him up. It's kind of like how NBA Live had their thing. If you could, uh, you could grind and get this stuff. But of course, you want your dude to be fresh. You want your dude to look like your 2K player. Let's put it that way. You're going to pay for a lot of stuff. It's it's screaming pay for a lot of stuff. Just to have your dude looking like really good and all of that. But in terms of like your rating and all that, I don't think you can buy your way up. So I give them credit, but. They, the cosmetics and stuff you're going to have to pay for and probably grind for, but uh, that's why I see a lot of that's why I saw a lot of stuff going into like microtransactions in regards to that. Um, what else? But yeah, overall, like it's it's cool. Like it's not worth my sixty dollars, but shout the eight access because it gives me the chance to actually speak on it instead of just being one of the people just taking people's word and stuff. I would say it's going in a positive direction. Once again, you're starting with next gen again, so Madden is always at its lowest in the beginning. So Lord knows how that the next gen version is going to play. But if I have to get a rating, and compared to Day Trail and Cam, I'm more lax with my ratings. I will give it a six point five in terms of it. look. Y'all give games that's like decent. Sixes. I don't rate anything. I just say if I have to rate it, it's shit out of shit. You know what I'm saying? You know that's also true. I don't rate none. But yeah, so for me, it's like a six point five. Uh, it's it's fun. Like I I look, I can't sit and say I didn't have fun playing Madden. It made me kind of be like, you know what? If I catch it on sale, but once again, I'm probably just gonna get the next gen version. I would probably purchase it. I would probably purchase it. If you like Madden, you're going to buy it either way. Same way, like, if you like 2K, you're going to buy it either way, no matter how you feel or others feel about it. But for me, who's who's interested in going back to playing Madden, I can see EA trying in terms of putting more effort into this game, probably because 2K is 2K make, uh, is trying to make a comeback as well, even though there's going to be more of an arcade-type game. So that's all I got to say. Uh, we can move on with Captain Subasa. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I start with my review of that game. It's a cool soccer game. Never played a soccer game. This is my first time playing a soccer game. I enjoy it. Um, as for, like, an uh, overall experience, it's like literally putting an anime inside of a game. Uh, and I know most anime games do that, but this one feels extremely, like, like, polished on that end. Let me say it like that. Uh, um, cause it's a love hate with the anime, it being an anime game with me and I get to that really shortly. Um, I enjoy all of it. I, 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 no, don't get me wrong. I skip a lot of dialogue because fuck dialogue. But, um, I do like sometimes that they pit rivalries against these people. And I know those rivalries are probably like on the shows and stuff that I never watch, but I do like it. I do like some of the animations. Like I went against these twins and they did the animation of one hopping on the other one's shoulder. Then it skyrockets to the air. He headbutts. That stuff looked it right out of storm. It looked right out of storm. It was, it was so freaking cold. And then they have this clashing mechanic of when both of y'all jump in the air and try to take the ball from each other. So I got a goal off that shit before. 
Beautiful, bro. Beautiful. Um, it is an amazing game. My big gripe is that it's an anime. Uh, read what I'm saying. Like, so, so soccer, this is the thing. So soccer is not like a, a sport where you run up the skull. Mind you, I can just be extremely outrageously bad. I can understand that. But from my knowledge of soccer, it's not a game you run up the score. There is guaranteed points the computer gets if they enter a cutscene. Guaranteed. There is nothing you can do to stop it. And they enter cutscenes on certain parts of the map or when certain players are with each other. So there's a chance that you could be like before the half or the game almost over and they enter a cutscene. <laughs> And they got to score your ass. And you got like a minute left to get a score. And that ain't happening. Unless you just got Tsubasa. Which I guess some people can be. But for me and, and, and my PlayStation 4, I had to answer to the Lord. And I ain't get the answer that I wanted. So like, it was hmm. it was one particular match yesterday. In which I went against this team with the fucking Hulk. And his fucking hairy ass friend. Oh yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about that cutscene where he uh, kicks it to him and he does the headbutt and he gets a guaranteed goal? That, and then if the, the big Hulk dude, if he gets to the midfield, he automatically doing his goddamn super shot, bro. Automatically. And I don't know if my game was fucking glitched, because that was when he did it the first time my goalie meter wasn't down. This was the first play big dude got. Automatic goal. It went right through my dude's hands. And then he did the fucking cutscene thing. So I'm down 2-0 in the first freaking two seconds of the game. And, bro, I was livid, bro. But I was like, I can't be mad because it's so fucking cool. Like, when the cutscene of him trucking Subaka, literally trucking a nigga because his animation is a truck. So when he trucks Subaka, <laughs> it is so fucking cool, bro. And then on my other hand, I'm like, bro, I'm getting my ass beat. And in that particular game, bro, everybody, because Subasa cold as fuck. Yes. Like, anytime I get Subasa in this, like, in, when I'm able to play with him, and emphasis on able, he cold. But in that particular game, bro, everybody in their mama did that dab and shit, and I couldn't see. I had to put the camera on super wide or some shit like that because I couldn't see where they was diving from, bro. So every time Subasa got the ball, I got cut. And, bro, it was so much hell for me. But, all in all, it's a fun game. The only big gripe was, was that. And I ain't even going to cap. On defense, your team is dumb as shit. In my, like, in my personal, like, if you're not controlling them, they spin around in a circle. Like, they literally spin around in a circle. And you have to control them to make them get in, like, to position. Because it'd be so many times, because I like to – I like to, like, control the big dude when I'm playing on defense. But when I'm looking at the other people on the court, I just see them. And I'm so used to playing things like 2K and playing off ball that I don't fucking play on ball a lot when I play defense. Because on 2K, I'm really freaking good at it. So, like, when I see my character playing on defense, I'm like, all right, let me get him back in the space. And then a person I was just controlling is literally spinning around in a circle again. And I'm like, bro. When they get that ball in their hand, it is two things that they fucking doing. They either passing it for that nigga to hit a shot or they about to hit a fucking shot. Please fix that. That's the only thing I ask to fix. Literally, when y'all play the game, look at the defense and watch the dude just spin in a circle. And you will scream to yourself, why the fuck is you spinning? 
I'm sorry for cursing for all the times I cursed in this episode. But like it's 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 it, it blows my mind, T. I got so heated yesterday and I enjoyed this game. Like I from from front to finish, like I enjoy it. I had to give it a break this because I played it early in the morning and my heart was beating really, really fast. And I ain't want like to not early in the morning, but I played it when I woke up. And my heart was beating really, really fast, and I didn't want to have, like, cardiac arrest over a soccer game. So I kind of put it down to play, like, something more calm, like Civ. And I haven't really been playing the game at all today. I've been usually just on Dokken Battle trying to beat something. But um, it was – it was it's, it's a fun game. I have, like – I don't have really anything bad to say because, like, I understand what what goes into making sports games. I know that Bandai is not freaking known for making it. So I'm necessarily not really, like, so mad and be like, fix. Like, if 2K had this problem, I would literally, this podcast would be the first part. Chris would have to say, I, I'm sorry, guys, but part two is literally when Daytrail just talks so much shit to 2K. That would literally be the podcast, bro, because yeah. I would be livid. But with this, I under I understand. I understand, like, that some people ain't got it like that on the development side. So I can live with it. But, bro, I was heated. Like, because I was losing to that big nigga who literally every time he got to half court, you see the shot meter go up. And I was like, please don't hit. Because when you hit that little sweet spot square, that motherfucker do damage. I was like, please don't hit that little sweet spot square. He hit that bitch every single time. I was just like, it took me at least. Because you don't, if you lose, you got to redo the whole entire thing. From the beginning. With all the cutscenes, so I I I did that at least twelve times yesterday, bro. I was getting my ass beat by them niggas, bro. But then uh, the the game, the people after them, I beat on my first try, which is extremely weird. But hey, and I won by penalty kick, and that mini game is ass. But I let somebody else talk. You go ahead, Cam. Yeah. Now you go. I I got to keep gathering my thoughts. Oh, okay. Uh, so for me, I only play, like, I didn't play how Daytra told me to play, which was go straight to the story mode. I went to the, my own, I did the own personal tutorial to figure everything out. Because I'm like, I have experience playing FIFA, but I never owned FIFA. I just have experience playing it. So there's a difference. So this ain't your app. This is an arcade. I'm going in thinking, this is literally going to be Mario Strikers uh, with some bullshit mixed in there with anime. I was correct, but uh, in terms of its core, still a regular soccer game. You kick, score, you play defense, you dive. You get, I like the fact that there's tactics and stuff. If you use that, it works. I liked all of that. Uh, the go the the spirit system still confuses me. I I get really confused with that, uh, especially in terms of just like. I don't know whether it really affects the players or not. Only player I know affects the most is the goalie, because once that shit is at red, pray to God, you pray to God that you can get the ball back because they might light your goalie up, and yeah. But in turn, but I'm enjoying it. it's really fun. I can attest to nature how annoying those story uh, mode matches can be. I only like the first one, no, the first or second one, whichever one. We had to play against dude with the uh the team with dude with the X on his forehead. I lost that one because I offensively I wasn't really that good. Defensively, I'm that nigga. Like, except that one time they scored, but literally that was cause of cutscene. 
But um, the intensity of it, I just enjoy. Like, I just enjoy the intensity because you, I feel super more engaged to this. And literally, I play 2K. for I love 2K. And I literally, the only person who gets me, like, emotionally engaged like that is Daytra. And sometimes Miles. But literally, for me to just play this game and sit there and just be like, you know, I don't want to lose. Not because I don't want to sit there and do the story stuff all over again. Because literally, if I have to sit there and endure what Daytra have to endure and see a, a freaking dude truck Subasa. Also, Subasa's the coldest nigga in soccer ever, G. Yes, there's Messi. Yes, I'm a stand of Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, but G, Subasa that nigga, G. That nigga cold. Like, giving them niggas the moves, G. But literally, if I have to enjoy, see Subasa get trucked multiple times like Daytro did, I will probably cry. Probably will cry. So, but I love the intensity. I like just how the game plays. It's really car- arcadey, art- cartoony. Like, it reminds me of Mario Strikers, but less sweaty. Mario Strikers was just on legit bullshit. Just to be on bullshit. That was Mario Strikers. This is it's it's a little bit of bullshit, but I feel like I'm more at fault because I let the bullshit happen. So that, I, that's how I kind of feel about it. But I'm really enjoying the game for what it is uh, and all of that. Like, it's really good. And for this to be a Bandai Namco game, the sit there and say that this might be the best anime game of this generation... That isn't Naruto Storm 4. I won't be capping. That This is probably their best game. A sports title. So, even though it makes me cringy to say this, if, if maybe they need to look into doing Kuroko no Basket, G. They need to look into a lot of stuff. I yeah, Kuroko no Basket would be fucking amazing. Like, bro, if, if you made soccer this fun, I would love to see Kuroko no Basket, G. <laughs> that would be fun as hell to play. Until I sit there and deal with uh, my boy, uh, Cam, your boy. Uh, what's I forgot his name. Uh, 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 ankle breaking uh, Akechi. Yeah, oh, Akechi. Yeah, yeah, it's all fun and games until Akechi sit there and break your ankles because he felt like, <laughs> <laughs> like, now, like yeah, Say, did. for instance, if you, you have to play on-ball defense against the nigga that shoot threes from half court and you have <laughs> to contest the shot for real, for real. Oh, y'all ever hear me in this bitch? Screaming. <laughs> they just they pat they pass the ball to him on the other side. He just shoots it. Like, right, and that bitch like, going. So. <laughs> y'all are hearing this motherfucker. This bitch. Ne- That's all y'all are hearing. <laughs> like, bro, just I could just imagine the frustration. But I will I will encourage them to put the amount of love and effort they put into this into a coracle basket. Uh, what else we have? Like, I don't know if you, I, I wouldn't trust them doing American football. So leave high school 21 alone, please. Just leave that alone. I don't, I wouldn't trust y'all to do football. EA can barely do football, correct? So I would say high Haikyuu will be lit. I, I love Haikyuu. Haikyuu would, if they want to make money, go ahead and do Haikyuu, G. Go ahead and make that bread, G. Haikyuu will be lit until you got to go against, uh, them tower niggas, G. The Iron Gate, because I feel like they'll just be broken. Like, that's straight defense, bro. That's straight defense you got to deal with. But uh, I like Subasa. G. It's really fun. It's worthy of my $60. Yeah, so uh, for me, I got the deluxe edition because I was I was honestly really looking forward to this game when I first saw when I first saw the tournament just because it gave me straight Super Mario Strikers vibe, and I freaking loved that game on the, uh, on the GameCube. 
uh, me and my cousin, we used to play the crap, bro. We used to just go at it with each other on that game. Um, and it was an amazing experience. So when I saw this game, I was like, let me go ahead and give it a try. I'll say from jump, the best thing I love about this game is it's not a fucking cliche-ass underdog story. Yeah. The fact that the <laughs> fact that the game from jump says you are a dominant team, you won three championships already, Two. you are that nigga Tsubasa, made me go like, okay, yeah, cool. Because it's just, like I said, I've, I've been on the sports anime uh, binge um, this year in particular, and every single sports anime that I've seen so far has been, oh, we suck, we fell from grace, we're an underground team, I'm a short player, uh, short players can't play these sports because we're short, blah, 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 whatever. This, the, I like the fact that this game is like, you are a dominant team, like, let's, 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 let's win some games. Uh, we're dominating people coming for our fade. Shoot, exactly. That's the type of story that uh, coming for it, nigga. They treachering, they running for it, they fucking sprinting down the block, screaming, I want to run Tsubasa's fade. Yeah, literally, every team you go up against, a story was like, I'm coming for you, Tsubasa. I'm breaking your streak, Tsubasa. Uh, I want to fight this team. I want to fight this. I'm a I'm a beat Tsubasa. I'm a beat Tsubasa. It just makes me to me, as far as like a, a storytelling narrative. Especially if you're pushing the, if you're pushing people to play the story mode of the game, it it does something to me as the player to go like it gets me pumped. Like oh, no, y'all not gonna break my streak, I'm gonna beat y'all ass, and I'm gonna show you why they call me Subasa. Um, so yeah, um, as far as um, the story mode, because that's been no, actually I'll start with the tutorial. I played the tutorial first. Uh, I actually like the tutorial section of the game. Uh, the fact that it, it's it um it gives you multiple scenarios that you could be in and what to do in those scenarios. Hold on, take a little G Fuel break. Hashtag G Fuel sponsors. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, um uh tutorial's really great. Offense, defense, and then you have some special like it, it does a tutorial on the penalty kicks, the corner kicks, um, and stuff like that. So I would I would encourage people who have the game to actually to, to kind of play that tutorial mode because to me it it helped me as far as understanding the flow of the game and that's one thing transitioning over to actual gameplay. I really like the flow of this game. It's very high octane, very there isn't there is it's it's a game where it's like there's no time to really think. It's more so like you have the ball, get the ball moving. They have the ball, steal the ball. Um, and it's a lot of those interactions. This game has a lot of options, uh, especially defensive options. Offensive, defensive, and just straight defensive options where one of my favorite things to do in this game is getting the two evasions in a row. So, yeah. you, so you can activate the, dot, the, the zone. Yeah. I freaking love that. Um, so to kind of go a little bit in depth with the gameplay. So as far as when you uh, have the ball, uh, essentially you have a, I, I call it off. It could be a different phrase. I just say offensive, defensive, uh, where if the enemy is charging towards you, they'll either do a sliding kick. If they do a sliding kick, you have to answer that by just keep, you know, straight dashing towards them mm -hmm. and you'll, 
evade them. Whereas if the enemy is dashing towards you, you press R2, so that way you evade them. So it's it's two options. So like it's essentially, and that goes, it's like a rock, paper, scissors, basically. Um, where for defense, dash beats dash, and slide beats um, dash. Slide beats just regular uh, walking. Uh, so I do like that because it it kind of makes you absorb what your enemies are doing. Uh, should I pass or should I evade? Um, in terms like that. So essentially, Chris, you were saying you don't understand the spirit gauge system. It's essentially your stamina bar. Um, yep. Depending on what you what your player does, you deplete that. So like it's just, like take Subasa for example. Subasa is someone that you always kind of want to have his stamina full because he's just that nigga and when he has the ball and he just does shit like he's supposed to do. And he's probably him and um Taki is another player. Are pretty much gonna be like your main scorers, uh as far as offense is concerned. So like when you're when your spirit gauge is still yellow, that means that you can still do shit, right? As far as dashing, evading, and then doing your your cutscene kicks, basically. If your spirit gauge is in the red, that essentially means you can't do it. And that essentially is a mark for your enemy that you can't do shit, so it's time to take the ball from you. Even if you try to like you you can't do like the the special kicks. Uh, you can't dash, you can't evade. I think the only thing you can do is um, basic pass and a uh, basic kick, ba- uh, basic scoring, basically. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then, like you said, as far as the spirit gauge applies to the defensive side, like the goalie side, basically, if their spirit gauge is zero, you get in that. You get in that goal, no matter how weak your kick is. It was one. It was one point. So the match after. You fight that the freaking Hulk dude that Detroit was talking about. This was a fuck. Well, I'll tell you, this was a back and forth game with me as far as like they like the when you enter like the little team brief and they go like, well, you know, whoever controls the midfield controls the game. Essentially, that was the entire match. It's basically us getting the ball from each other in the midfield and freaking trying to break the um the the goalie's uh, spirit gauge. But essentially, it literally came down to the wire where his the the goalie's spirit gauge you couldn't even see the bar, but like the time and the time was almost it was like fifty. I think the games are like what sixty minutes. It's not actually yeah. a game. It was like fifty eight. Like it was like fifty nine, almost going. And I just did a basic ass kick. And the ball went in because he literally had no spirit gauge left. But I, I enjoyed that match just because it was one of those matches where it's like it, it, it felt like a legit game of soccer because like if you've seen some soccer games, like you're not it's not like fucking you're gonna get like thirty to zero matches. It's, it's mm-hmm. literally like low scoring ass games where like defense defense is just as important as offense and the ball is just moving around the entire fucking field. For 60 minutes or for like 30 minutes or what however long until somebody can get a freaking goal uh, so i do like that the flow is very good um subasa is uh is a cheat code <laughs> so that match against the hope dude 
Uh, he the only guaranteed shot that he got was that cutscene where he kicks the ball and the freaking dude with the the messy hair does a little headbutt and he gets the guaranteed goal. After that, once you got that cutscene where Subasa um does that the drive yeah. shot and it's a guaranteed goal, essentially my entire offense was basically uh give Subasa the give Subasa the goal, evade two enemies, and do the drive shot. <laughs> and, then, right. and pretty much. I won that game five to one. Damn! Just because, like, it it, it was just that that fucking shot is op as hell. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Um, but I do like it. I do like that though, as far as because the game is establishing that you are a dominant team and that Subasa is like the best freaking player in middle school, and they make you feel like that when you have control of Subasa and he just does shit for the sake of doing stuff. Um, as far as that, I, uh, as far as like the story cutscenes with the guarantee kind of goals or guarantee um, defensive takeovers or whatever, I like it. Kind of reminds me of Storm when it comes to like uh, doing certain things in battle. Gives you a little special like cutscene, and I mean they even said that they they call it like the dramatic something something. It's like the dad system, whatever they call it, where depending on certain actions that either the enemy AI does or you do, you'll enter like a special cutscene where basically I'm assuming that this is shit that happened in the actual anime. So I'm I'm pretty sure for us, it's kind of like, oh, that's cool or oh, that's bullshit. But I'm pretty sure for people who grew up on Captain Tsubasa who are huge fans of it, it's like one of those nostalgic, like, oh shit, that's so cool moment. So just like how we would experience if we were playing like a storm game. So I'm not too mad about it. Um, but yeah, uh, and then this game also has another mode where uh, there's um, the the new hero episode. Uh, I haven't played any of that stuff yet, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm assuming that's going to be uh, an episode dedicated, because from what I can gather, I think episode Tsubasa um, might go up into him winning, uh, what, I think, are they in the Nationals, I think? It's not to when he goes. I think it's when he, because what I saw from like cutscenes and trailers and stuff, I think episode Sabasa is when he like the Japan world team. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. So I think that's when the episode Sabasa is, which is which is really cool. Um, so there's that. There's also a versus mode where you can play either uh, locally or online locally with your friends and then there's an online mode of course i'm not touching that shit um <laughs> i saw some people all. play it all i gotta say is i saw the truck dude somebody had a truck dude and he just literally ran through everybody i'm not gonna do that hold on I'm taking a hashtag g fuel sponsor a sip <laughs> <laughs> that's i'm naming the episode hashtag so <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so I say for in early impressions, I would say that this is by far one of the best anime games that Bandai Namco has produced in a while. Um, like I think the last time I felt like holy crap, I'm actually really enjoying this game um, from a mainstream anime, um, not like the stuff like the Tales of games or stuff like that, uh, was probably Fighters. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, that's that. So I'd say for a verdict, I would give this game a strong, I would say a strong eight out of ten. 
I think that this game is definitely um, where it gets where it loses some points is um, some presentation errors. Like some of the cutscenes are just extremely low budget to me, um, and kind of chunk like kind of uh, clunky. But the positives far outweigh the the negatives and the story mode as well. Uh, like I was saying when I was doing my review on A Hero No Sora, uh, this this game does a great job of establishing the opponents that you're facing in story mode. Uh, as far as like uh, like the, the the team that I just beat, um, one of their the the manager uh, the chick she was like leaving to America and she didn't tell anybody about it, uh, and then like the captain. He's one of those people where he doesn't have talent, but he has a lot of hard work and effort. So, like, they show that through those cutscenes, and they really get you kind of into the game as far as, like, okay, these aren't just, um, you know, let's beat these niggas up because I'm Captain Tsubasa and I'm that nigga. It's, like, it makes me actually feel somewhat of, like, okay, I'm I'm kind of, I'm really into this match. So it does a great job of doing that. Um Gameplay is very fluent as far as the flow of soccer, if you've watched soccer. Uh, so I feel like if you are someone, oh yeah, and this game doesn't have any microtransactions too, so that's plus one, <laughs> off, off the bat. Uh, so I would say that if you're somebody who is a, is a fan of Captain Tsubasa, this is the, I'm pretty sure you already copped the game. If you're somebody who <laughs> likes the game of soccer, uh, I'd say this game is a cop because although it does have anime stuff in it, it to me it genuinely does feel like you're playing a legitimate game of soccer in some instances. Uh, and then if you were like me, uh, who got who got this game as far as um, it had some overly flashy things like Super Mario Strikers, get this game. So it's definitely worth the sixty dollars. Hell, I'd say it's even worth the eighty dollars that I that I spent on there. So. Yeah, that's it for me. Taking a hashtag uh, G Fuel sponsor is sick. <laughs> but yeah, so overall, we we in agreement that we recommend Subots, Captain Subasa G. Fun soccer. Yeah, my games. rating is a slap out of slap. There we go. Uh, I think this would be sufficient I, for me. Oh, Chief, you raw as hell. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, basically what they say after after the game to Subasa, because they lost that. They they be like, damn, Subasa. Oh, well, we go, we go, end your streak, and then as soon as you win, oh, damn, Subasa, uh, please win the championship for us. <laughs> You're like, if you don't win it, your win ain't mean nothing. <laughs> On Chief, you raw as hell though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but. Yeah, you want to go ahead and uh, if you can try to breeze through your uh, New Mutants review. Yeah, I'll, try. I'll definitely try. So, um, I'll start off with this. Uh, I would definitely watch this movie again over Dark Phoenix. Damn. Well, um, damn. That's not saying much. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not saying much saying. at all. That's what I'm saying. Um, mm. So, this movie was a waste of fucking time. Uh, and honestly, it's not. You could tell because this movie has been in development hell, like 
really bad. Uh, like I felt they they started filming this movie when the chick who played Arya Stark, I, I think when she it had to be like when she's like either fifteen, sixteen years old. Um, wow, is when they start because she's young wow. in the movie, and we and currently she I think she's like in college or she's a college grad. I don't know, but she was she was young when she started filming this movie. And of course, because of the whole thing with uh, the Disney Fox um, thing, where Disney bought the X Men property from Fox, a lot of shit happened as far as um, directing the movie or filming the movie. So it it went through a lot of shit, and I feel like when the theaters started to open up again, I feel like Disney was just like, just fucking release this shit already. <laughs> We're not going to do anything with it, so just put it out there. To put it even further, so you know how the Fox movies have 20 centuries, 20 centuries, 20 century of Fox, right? Yeah. This movie only has 20, 20th century studios. It didn't even say like Fox or anything like that. So it was kind of like, it, it, I think like it was like a final fuck you from Fox to Disney, where it's like, yeah, this movie's not our fault. It's your fault, Disney. <laughs> and Disney, and it's a, and it's a, a Disney fuck you to Fox because they're like, uh, I don't give a shit how this movie does because uh, November sixth, Black Widow is coming out. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna be fine. Uh, but as far as the actual movie itself, um, my mom said it was like a Breakfast Club, and like preteens will like it. Honestly, speaking to a generation that just saw shit like Endgame, I don't think so. I feel like that this the entire movie could have been a you know the movies problem you know the movie's a problem when the entire thing could have been avoided if um the father of the main character was a better father essentially uh and there's gonna be spoilers don't see this movie um spoil away man uh so essentially damn i don't even know the character's names i just damn. saw the shit yesterday <laughs> oh my god um, <laughs> uh the the main chick uh she's Wolfsbane? Is it the wolf chick? That's the main chick? Yeah, the Native or American so shorty. Oh, that's um I know her name is Danny, but I forgot her hero name. No, Mirage? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie didn't say it, so I guess. <laughs> uh, they, bo- they bogus, man. I love the new mutants. They bogus. Uh so essentially, um her dad she she says halfway through the movie that she used to be she's afraid of the dark. Um and her father tells her this story that there's this demon bear inside her, or there's a demon bear inside of everybody um, that starts off weak. Um, and if you keep feeding it, like your your fear or whatever, that it'll grow and grow and uh, evolve into this monster, basically. Uh, and she keep and she, and he gave her a necklace to remind her of that. Uh, and so the 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 central enemy of the movie is that demon bear because you find out the whole objective of the movie is to find out what the fuck her powers are, and so you find out that her power is that she has um, the ability to turn people's greatest fear into a reality, uh, and she turned her own fear of that demon bear into a reality. So basically, the movie could have been avoided if her dad told a better bedtime story. Then there's a fucking demon bear that's gonna gnaw your heart off if you don't go to sleep. 
Ass. Ass. What? What? What the fuck is that? So, um, it, so it basically she it starts off with, um, the they don't tell you this, but they uh, like something happens in the middle of the night. Her dad takes her out the place and tells her to hide in the woods because there's this um thing that's attacking and killing everybody. You later find out that it's the freaking demon bear. So again, her father caused mass genocide. Um, and she ends up in this facility where this doctor, Dr. Reyes, is like, oh, you're here because you're a mutant and we need to find out what your powers are. Uh, and then you get introduced to the rest of the new mutants, which is um, Arya Stark. Uh, I don't know who she's, is that the chick you're talking about, DC? Wolfbane? Yeah, that's her. Okay, she's Wolfbane. Magic is her name is Magical One, right? The chick with the sword. Yeah. Uh, Roberto, which is Bootleg Human Torch, uh, and uh, the other dude, Sam, the dude who like rocket. He has like a rock, rocket power or something like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, Cannonball. That's his name. Okay. Well, they don't say any of the hero names in this movie because. Oh uh, shit. Uh, cool. So. <laughs> uh, so basically it's just bland interaction like if I can best describe this movie it just feels like a bad after school play <laughs> it just feels like there's no real interactions between these characters the magica chick is a racist and an asshole for no reason towards um, Danny uh, and then you know then a romance is formed between uh, Danny and Ari Stark because she was nice to her. Uh, okay. Um, and then that's it. Like, I don't, there was, I had no favorite characters. They were all boring, bland, um, static pieces of crap, tra trash. The main villain, Dr. Reyes, whatever her name is, was there. Um, I'm sure she got a nice paycheck, uh, and I mean that's like that's I mean the movie was an hour and thirty nine minutes, but it honestly felt longer than that just because of how long it dragged. There were so many scenes of I'm emotionally torn because I'm a teenager. When I was a kid, I I did some bad things. I I killed someone when I was a kid because I'm a mutant. Oh, Taking a hashtag, you feel sick. But yeah, I think ultimately, I'm not going to say more. I mean, if you, no, don't go see this movie just because it's Marvel. That's the thing. And I feel so sorry for parents who don't know the difference between the Fox shit, the Sony shit, and the Disney shit. And they just see Marvel and they're like, okay, let's go see it because it's Marvel. Um, this movie's a waste of time. Uh, I would give this movie a solid four out of ten it's below average um it's not bad like it's not dark phoenix like i said before i'd rather see dark phoenix and it was a pretty cool action scene with um magica at the end when she was fighting the demon bear but like that was for like five seconds so it's, it's not it's kind of like the power rangers movie where the live action power rangers movie where like the end when they did the megazord transformation like i was like oh that's pretty cool but that was like five minutes and the rest of the movie was garbage um 
it's kind of the same instance of this movie where it's a lot of teenage drama that I could give two shits about. And then at the end, they have some whack-ass fight and then it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're all gonna be together. Let's do some stuff. Uh, the movie doesn't have the after credit scene because Disney does not, this, this is the ugly stepchild that nobody wants to talk to at the family barbecue. So I'm pretty sure Disney is like, yeah, uh, they definitely will not be in phase four of the MCU. So hmm. do not even think about associating them with us. Uh, so that's that. New Mutants. Hey, I will say this though. And listen, and listen to me clear. There'll be a topic on this podcast. This is Mystic Trail Mac talking. There'll be a topic on this podcast in the future of how every Game of Thrones star has had a garbage ass X-Men movie. <laughs> Not even just in a Marvel gene. Like, the dude who played Rob Stark had this boring-ass Pompeii movie where at the end of it, them two niggas, them two, the, the dude and the chick locked hands and turned into stone. But I was like, if anybody know how fucking volcano works, they would have been goddamn attacked by the end of it. Movie was boring. Oh, so are we saying that Game of Thrones actors should only play in TV shows? I'm saying that Game of Thrones actors... <laughs> Hey, <laughs> this is the only reason sometimes. So, <laughs> as much as I love, I don't know Jon Snow track record because I don't think he has been in that many movies afterwards or during this time. But I don't know about his track record. And I think the dude with the Night King, I think he in a lot of fucking movies, so I ain't even going to comment on him. But his his character was garbage in Game of Thrones, so he already felt that blow. Wasn't Momoa in... Um... Game of Thrones. Momoa is the only nigga that's strong. Yeah, Momoa's the only one. Yeah, he the only one. He's the only one eating out here. Nobody else eating. Well, they eat. Better not. Five episodes. So. What'd you say? Momoa only lasted five episodes on Games of Thrones. So. So yeah, I guess the curse didn't really. It didn't really enter him as it did everybody else. He died. Well, he was a that's tough. Yeah, Momoa, he, he barely had any lines either. He was just a big, brawny dude that spoke Dothraki, barely. And, and smashed uh, Shorty. Technically raped her in the beginning, but then she yeah, began to like it, I guess. Weird story in the beginning, I'm telling you. Huh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones, brother. If it ain't, yep. if it ain't consensual, it's still going to happen in their Yep. Uh, huh. So, uh, so, New Mutants, y'all. Check it out at your own risk. Uh, let's Don't go ahead and go check it out. <laughs> let's go ahead and go into anime news. Uh, DC, uh, I'll let you talk about the older interview. Okay. Um, let me see if I could. Well, I remember most of what happened. Okay. So, basically, the I think uh, Shonen Jump, like, they had, like, a candid interview with Oda, and he rarely shows up to like the actual um, studio where they're all working at. So this was like a rarity and I'm pulling it up right now. But like the main takeaways from it is that he further doubles down that one piece is going to end in four to five years. And what I found out is that he turns 50. I think he's like 45 ish. So he's going to turn 50 soon. So he wants to go on vacation when he turns 50. So (laughs) So the, to the islands. <laughs> yeah, he's been working twenty years, twenty plus years straight. He wants a break, so um, it seems like. Yeah, I want to hurt. Hey, come on, man! 
Hey man, he see, he stay the right in the wall. My bad. I mean, but yeah, like so, it's official that he's gonna try keyword try and finish it in four to five years. I think it's seven, like me personally. But um, he has he said some other cool things. Uh, another key takeaway he said, um, and this is geared towards you, toxic One Piece fans. Oda said that um, when his his first draft was rejected by Shueisha, and he was persistent in getting in on Shonen Jump. And when they asked him why, it's because he said that Akira Toriyama was in Shonen Jump, and Akira Toriyama influenced him, so he had to be in Shonen Jump. <gasps> so you mean you mean that you mean that show where niggas just scream and has no plot or no depth or anything? inspired a show that has so much holy characters the journey is so deep and more interesting battles are so much more intense and thought out mm. hey, bro. by that hey bro i'm smoking on that i hate dragon ball z pack right now that's decent though folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah like a lot of people who like basically if there was no Dragon Ball, there would be no One Piece. So y'all niggas need to Ooh, that's set it straight. Heat the commute, bro. That's go. Ooh, that's go heat them niggas up, bro. <laughs> you just gotta hold that. Like, like Dragon Ball has prestige, <laughs> and you can't disrespect it. <laughs> but um, other things that he was uh, like other paraphrasing within the uh, article, he said that he was really confident in One Piece. Um, he knew that it was going to blow. Probably not. He never intended for it to go as long as it's going right now, but he knew it'd be great. Um, he doesn't have any plans on drawing any other manga after doing One Piece. It he said, uh, I, don't, I don't think so either. I wouldn't mind like some like novels that he's been doing with Ace because those are good. And having other people you know, draw that or whatever, but yeah, in terms of sequels. A, um, a Luffy next generations. Nah, mm-hmm. leave that. Leave that. That on stank. We're good. Um, he says some other stuff like his favorite moments, and for me personally, it's kind of interesting hearing an author's favorite moments because they usually differ from the audience. But when he was writing Dress Rosa, this cracked me up because I don't care about Rebecca. None of us care about Rebecca. He oh said, yeah. <laughs> he said his favorite moment, well, one of his favorite moments that he cried himself on was Rebecca meeting heroes. And I skipped that shit so hard, bro. <laughs> give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> I don't care about it. But from his perspective, I could see because like when I'm writing stuff where I have an idea and I ask Chaz about it, and I think it's cold in the moment, but you never know how it's gonna, you know, exit how, how people yeah, translate to people when they read it. <laughs> so I was interested in that out of all the things, that's one thing you cried on. But um he also said like other his his other favorite moments was uh, drawing the campout scene in Skypea. Um, there was some other stuff I, I forgot. But he said one thing. Um, um, hashtag you feel sponsored sip. Hey. So he said one thing where for the gaming side, Oda tries to play uh, all of the One Piece games at least like once, um, yeah. which I found very interesting. Uh, and he also said for people who play uh, One Piece Treasure Cruise, I'm heavily deep in that community and in that game. Uh, he's a whale. 
Uh, he said that back <laughs> then, um, I forgot which, it, it was a Shanks unit, not not the Shanks and crew unit that just came out, uh, for people who know what I'm talking about. Um, but I think it was um, the Shanks legend that stopped uh, the war, on uh, the Paramount War. I think he said that he went, he, he said he spent a lot of money pulling for that unit. Uh, so Jeez. it's kind of cool uh, seeing seeing that. I mean, it, and people in the the Reddit the the Reddit that I'm the subreddit for One Piece Treasure Cruise that I'm a part of, uh, they were saying like they feel as though um, uh, Bandai should give him an account where he just gets all the legends because he made the characters. <laughs> so and I, I definitely agree with that. Like if he, I mean. Just give this nigga what he wants. <laughs> unless he's like, fuck it, I just like, unless he like has that gambling addition because Japan loves gacha games. So unless he's just seeking that thrill of uh, pulling for units, and I guess not. But yeah. I, I found that pretty cool. That is kind of funny though. Like, and, like he's spending money on some shit that he spends his whole life drawing. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's super hilarious, but I, hey, they even get the creators, G, that's wild. Imagine Toriyama saying like, "Yo, you know how to have to uh, how much I spent on get them uh units on Dokanji." I would be very interested if he plays Dokan. <laughs> Pretty Probably sure does. he'd be mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are these female Saiyans so powerful? I did not make them so powerful. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, thanks DC for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, then let's go ahead and move on to the last piece of anime news. Uh, we have Crunchyroll pretty much announced a new new membership tiers for premium. Explain that to me before I get pissed off. I need. All to right, all right. So, of course, you had the free. You get ads mm-hmm. and all of that. And okay. you, and this is the funny thing about the free. For like the most other weekly, uh, the seasonal weeklies animes, you can't watch them. Yeah, you can't watch them. You got to wait a week. So you're always going to be a week behind. Uh, except for like, it's like a few. I know when I was, before I started paying, like when it came to Super, Super was like one of the, Super, One Piece, you know, something else that was like ongoing that was weekly that you could watch for free. But everything else was Was it Naruto? Free. I mean, no, I don't know. Because Naruto was over with at that point. I forgot what it was, but I remember it was Super I remember when I used and to One watch. Piece. When I want to watch like certain fights, I go on Crunchyroll because fuck surfing through the internet when I was kind of younger. Um, I knew there was always a fucking crown, and I never understood that fucking crown. Yeah, I just that thought crown they, like, made pay they, for the new season that week, that week's episode. It was that money, nigga. Yeah. Damn, I never knew. I just thought that crown meant like they had like a, a special ten minute sneak peek or some shit. N- nah. <laughs> All right, well, so I would be high. Yeah, so <laughs> this is where the premium goes. So you have the fan account, which is $8. That's that's the one I have. Yeah, so I don't... What do I have? I think I have Mega Fan. Yeah, I have Mega Fan because they take $10 out. Uh, So Fan, which is seven ninety nine mm. a month. You enjoy an ad-free experience with full access to Crunchyroll's library along with over 1,000 titles and 30,000 episodes, including simulcast cast series that premiere day and date with Japan which I say is kind of capped because it do not pop exactly at the time it comes on at Japan but does, it subject. does not 
uh, you'll also be able to access Crunchyroll's library of digital manga, which I never used. That shit is fucking ass. So that I never used it. So. Man, that it's not a benefit. Never used it. Uh, then Mega Fan, which is where I'm at, which is $9.99 a month. In addition to all the above perks, ad-free viewing, full access to libraries, simulcasts, and digital manga, the manga fan, the Mega Fan tier introduces offline viewing and access to four concurrent streams. So if you like, sh- if you're sharing with people, this is for you. Uh, members will also receive a special benefit for the Crunchyroll store that provides $15 off $100, dollars $15 off a purchase of $100 every three months. That's funny as hell. That's okay, whatever. That's funny as hell. So pretty much the main, you're paying $2 extra to watch offline and to share your account with other people. Yeah, I'm going to Then for $15 a month, you get all the above stuff, of course. Is this the new one? or? Yeah, this is the new one, the $15 one. Uh, so, yeah, you get all the above stuff. But then you go from four to six concurrent streams. Uh, Ooh, two more. I know. Huge difference. Uh, you'll also receive an annual Ultimate Fan Member Swag Bag. has swag in it so so you're saying that that swag bag essentially hold on let me see i'm gonna say i'm gonna put this is it 15.99 or 14.99 14.99 so we'll say 15 just to be generous so you're saying that swag bag is basically worth 180 dollars she not to me because that's the value that they're saying Mm -hmm. that's what they're saying plus member Member only access to purchase of exclusive <laughs> merch, and so you have the right to buy it. You... <laughs> oh, that's what they said. Oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah, you have the right to buy it. You I'm don't curious. Get it. Right to buy it. <laughs> when they say access to purchase of exclusive merch, like okay, I wonder did that Meg the Stein collection count as that? Because if that's the case, then I'm glad I pre-ordered when I did. Uh, <laughs> so essentially, it's essentially as you you. It, there's there's a there's a regular store and a premium store, and in order to access that premium store, you have to pay fifteen on top of paying whatever price that the exclusive items cost, which is probably gonna cost more than twenty dollars. Um, if you're getting like talking about hell, even more than like fifty, if you're talking about I'm like, can we talking shit, probably like fifty plus yeah, plus shipping and handling and shit like that. So in order to even touch the realm of, I hope you ain't a break. I hope you ain't a broke boy. You gotta spend fifteen dollars. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they wild as hell. Like they they're very wild. Um, <laughs> like bro, <laughs> like I don't blame them. Get that back to any means necessary. Like I get the business model, but gee, <laughs> like what was wrong happens. with the current system? That's my thing. They need more money. I guess. I guess. Bro, that shit. That shit. That shit was just that whole thing. I thought, man, it's not even. It's not even cool enough to fucking slander. That shit just ass. (laughs) I'm sorry for cursing yet again, but I'm that. That's just straight caca. That whole shebang, (laughs) nigga. Am I getting ass? No, you're not getting ass. All right, cool. 
<laughs> I just don't want to see no damn ads. Now, who cares if I get the god darn get a, a god darn figurine that I'm already paying probably $120 for before the other nigga who pay $120 for it. Like, I don't get no crap, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. Suck me off. That's what you do, Crunchyroll. Suck me off. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's that. So uh, so if you choose to upgrade to $15, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because you know, it just seems like a waste. I, I, I have to hope that you're not A, not a broke boy, and B, that you're going to take it. You're going to take advantage of Full advantage. Perks. Like, to me, like you have to be, like, a super anime weeb because, like, you care about, like, all the, ex- like, you want exclusive Crunchyroll collab type stuff Yeah. to me. But, like, if you I, just, if you're buying it because it's like, oh, I just want to see ad-free ad shit and stuff like that, you're better off just getting the seven ninety nine. Exactly. Because you get all the access, but, like, if you know you, and then you're still able to share accounts with people. So... Well, no, you can't share accounts on seven ninety nine. But you, you know you're gonna be you watching at the same time. Exactly. Like, so you can take somebody's password and they watch it because they can't stop you from looking at having multiple devices. They just can't, you just can't watch it. Kind of like how Netflix do it. You can't watch four people can't watch it at the same time with the regular. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, let's go ahead and go into gaming. Uh. Uh, PlayStation Plus titles for this month. What were they again? I forgot to write them down. Uh, ass and ass. Call oh, yeah, it was it Street Fighter Five and something else. Yeah, Street Fighter Five and what the hell was it? Hold on, I'm going to it right now for you, brother. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Hold on. Uh, so oh, PUBG. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, PUBG was never freaking free. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a Battle Royale game that wasn't free. And they wonder why like, it's like, come on. Well, you wonder why it flopped, bro? Come on, Jim. Battle Royale. You wonder why you died. Right. <laughs> the thing is, making PUBG free at now at this point is stupid because, right. honestly, the only Battle Royale game mugs are playing is Warzone. Because it's How Call of Duty How you get lost in the storm it. you created? That's wild. Not only, not only that, you got Fall Guys, Fortnite, and Warzone. You have two, three juggernauts that you're not going to win against. Just because exactly. You made it. And oh. I feel like they, I feel like they were like, um, they approached they, they like if PlayStation approached them first or they approached PlayStation, they were like they saw how well Fall Guys did, oh, coming from an indie perspective and offering it straight up for free for PlayStation Plus people, and they were like, well, I guess we can make PUBG free. Yeah, I could see, like, it would have been a viable decision if you was on a teeter-totter of your game being really, really good or really, really nobody caring about it. But you made a game that don't look better than a foot $60 at one point. You have to be thinking, I'm a nigga, what? I will go play God darn Emote Machine Fortnite before I pay $60 for PUBG, bro. Like, I, I will go play nigga Sweat Machine Warzone before I even boot up this thing that's free, bro. Like that's so that ill, ill. Come on, G. Yeah, man. Play fucking Fall Guys. You would get more enjoyment out of that game. You like, and that's not a cap. Mm. Yep. Uh, so that's that. Uh, then Sony, in a very very funny way, <laughs> they uh sent in and I think it's like some people got the email. 
then links got to Twitter. Shout out to uh, Lord Balvin on Twitter, uh, to where people can register to be, I guess, picked out of a lottery to be the first to pre-order the PlayStation Five, and pretty much they state there will be limited qualities, which is expected at this. Like, gee, whenever a new system comes out, it's in limited quantities. But the difference is you're ordering directly with Sony instead of having to battle your way through Best Buys and Walmarts, Targets, or Amazon, GameStops, and Amazon too. So it's they're giving you an option. It's just funny because they haven't dropped the price yet, or nothing. We don't know the price. We don't even know the release date. So. That's why I really didn't. That's why I really didn't care for like one. I swear, bro, I will be on a Really, really, I want to choose my words wisely before the FBI literally tap this podcast. But people will be scared to see me in a public place if niggas start to resell PS5 at outrageous prices like they do. $2,000? You will be scared to see me. Then the pandemic, we in a pandemic. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll be in an active, let me quit. Um, <laughs> if, if, I kid you not. Because that price is going to turn a lot of people off because, unfortunately, we are in a, a, a not a good, in general, as a country, it's not in the best financial situation. So a lot broke of people, boy economics. <laughs> there you go. I don't want to, you know, because everybody not in the same boat, but some people in a, a smaller boat than others. If So that price, anything above 500 Niggas not pre- some people not gonna pre-order. No, they extremely not understandable. But for the people who are gonna get that guarantee, aka niggas that resell sneakers for a living, if I go on stock X and I see a PS five, two thousand for t- bro, two thousand is being generous, Cam. <laughs> five thousand. There's things on there. There's a pair. The Dior Jordans are going for probably like twenty k right now. Hell no. Uh, Dior, Dior. Niggas and niggas go buy that. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say no more of what I'm gonna do, bro. Because, like I said, I don't want this podcast to get tapped. But, yeah. but I feel let, like let, let me just say this into... real quick. I'm sorry, Ken. Hold on. Let me let me just find out you niggas using bots when this PS5 uh, shit drops. Oh, let me yeah. find out you niggas using bots, bro. Yeah. Like, I, it's one thing to do with shoes. Be my freaking guest. But if I find out you motherfuckers. It's on Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon. There's definitely going to be people bots. doing that, bro. There's definitely going to be people doing that shit. I'm telling you, bro. Y'all better because find it's out. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bag in that. But I feel like as far as the Sony side is concerned, uh, I feel like what's going to determine them choosing you if you're able to pre-order a PlayStation is, I think, um, A looking at your PlayStation Plus uh, membership uh, history, I think that's going to be a huge factor. And B, I think they're going to determine, like, what's going to determine, another factor that's going to determine it is how many, how much money have you spent on PlayStation Network? Yeah. I feel like those are going to be two huge factors in them going like, okay, this person has money, so they're more, they're more likely to if we say yes, you can pre-order the PlayStation Five, and here's the cost. You can do so. Uh, you you'll be able to financially be able to do so. So I mean, I made the joke in the chat that they're gonna be denying broke boys, but 
I honestly feel like that's going to be the case is depending on your history of monetization within the PlayStation network is going to determine if you can pre-order it. Yeah, which makes sense because it asks for your online ID. I was like, y'all never care about my online ID. Why does it matter now? But when you bring that, and I thought about it eventually, even like you confirming it, Cam, they want to know like, Hey, have you been buying shit on the store? We don't care if you buy it physically. Are you buying <laughs> off us? Yo, what Sony was like, in order for you to get your first hand on PlayStation 3, we're going to look at the best competitive game that you was at, and you got to go one-on-one with their best competitive player. So they, said, so they say, Ken got to fight Goochi and fighters or Sinus fighters and fighters. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, the, best, the best competitive fighter could be a, a, a nigga who's only, who only bought Dragon Ball fighters on PlayStation. That's the only game they bought. Mm. Nah, this nigga ain't got no money. Next. <laughs> he only plays fighters? Yeah, y'all DLC, but... You mean you bought a PlayStation just to play Fortnite? All right, next. Yeah. Bro, if they do that to me, bro, I'm crying, bro. I'll... Gee, I was send an email. Sony, <laughs> hire me to send, type up that email saying, you only play Fortnite, my nigga. <laughs> no. This ain't for you. <laughs> I would type that email out for you guys. Please, oh, throw folks, me that bag. Nigga, I'll be the one calling them people personally. Hey, how you doing? This day Trouble concerning. You know you fucked up, right? <laughs> 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 we was looking at your log of the games that you played, and we see that you got over a thousand hours on Fortnite and your only other game is three minutes on Last of Us 2 and that's when you purchase the system. Yeah, bro. Um, Did you invest in a gaming PC? We definitely, wow, that, we uh, definitely bro, didn't bro. see you buy battle passes or any of the in-game cosmetics of Fortnite as well. You're just a broke boy playing it for free. So. You're grinding on Fortnite. <laughs> so, so you said your mama got it for you last Christmas? That's unfortunate. Uh, mm. So what we're going to do here is we're going to tell you that you're going to have to wait with the rest of the Neanderthals. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man. I'm sorry to tell you that. Have a nice day. Uh, stay online for the, I mean, stay on the phone for the survey. <laughs> <laughs> but I know yeah, where you I'm, live, I'm, so you better give me five stars. Hey. But, I, like, I'm not mad at Sony for doing it this way. If that's the me- method, because it's like, hey, less chaos and less traffic on our site at the very least. And they want like, guarantees. Yeah, they want guarantees for coming true. from them. Now, the other stores, retailers, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, Amazon, uh, it's about to be a war. <laughs> R.I.P. Like, R.I.P. I'm going to use, like, R.I.P. as somebody that just, for fun. Like, because literally, if I want Jordans, I get them when I want to or I have a shoe plug. But I just do it for fun. When a pair of Jordans or Yeezys come out, you can't get on Foot Locker, bro. You can't get on Champs. You can't get on Adidas. You can't get on Nike. Sneakers apps is ass. Even though I did get my belly of Jordans, thank God. But that's just like, gee, you can't get on those sites. So imagine if you're like an average... so. That's just imagine pre-order day on Amazon. People who just use Amazon just to or do their groceries or something gonna be inconvenienced as hell and gonna be triggered. Oh yeah. <laughs> the yes. average person who just probably just wants to get a new freaking TV on on Best Buy gonna be triggered because 
What the fuck you talk about a PlayStation Five? I don't care about that. <laughs> also, shout out to them inflated prices as well. Oh yeah, and then the, this, the, and then you have the stupid people who literally sit there and say you guys dropped thousands on Jordans. Who say you, you just bought, you spent thousands on a gaming system when they show the stock X or the resale value of it. I'm like, bro, that's not the real price. <laughs> Niggas not bad at either. You have to be one shallow Thirsty. person to you buy have to be desperate. Hold on, Malcolm X has a word for us. Hold on, Malcolm X got a word. Yeah, for us. yeah that brother's starving. There you go. Shout out to Malcolm. Like, yeah, what the like, hell? Like, gee. But uh, it's going to be a war. It's definitely going to be a war. And I'll say, I would also say this too, right? Um, a lot of people, like, 2020 has been a very rough year. Yeah. I'd say prepare yourselves for November. November yeah. is going to be a fucking month. Oh, Not only yeah. do we have the release of um, the PS5 and Xbox Series X, but we also have a very major thing that's happening. I know we don't talk about it much on the podcast. It's also the presidential election. Yep. Oh, Lord. Jesus might be coming back in November. So, yeah. I just, just everybody be prepared for and November. Because November's going to be chaos. And COVID Part <laughs> 2 might pop up, too. Go revenge. Part yeah. COVID Part 2 coming up like for this. For me, it's going to COVID coming, G. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, November, shoot, just stay in prayer, man. Stay in prayer. Uh, let's see, I really fuck Call of Duty. Uh, I don't know why I put it on there. Uh, can you want to quickly breeze through Gamescom? Yeah, I only saw, I know it was, I think it was for two days. I only yeah. saw the first day, um, because the second day, I, that's when I was second day didn't have movies. nothing, so. Second day during yeah, from what I heard. So I mean, honestly, uh, I'm not gonna clown Jeff Keighley. He just he's just the type of nigga to overhype shit that just doesn't need to be overhyped. Um, he does a good job. <laughs> he did he did a good job, but like he was really hyping shit up that like kind of we really we already knew was coming out and stuff that we kind of didn't care about. So it's like his biggest thing on day one was um, Fall Guys, which I mean no shit they're gonna have the season two and uh, the call of duty stuff which has been leaked for months so that's another no shit uh no leaks for leaked for years because i think when freaking world war ii came out people were talking about that there's a, a cold war type call of duty game being developed so yeah there's that um and then the ratchet and clank uh extended demo which was essentially they added like two more minutes of the gameplay that we saw during the sony conference so really it's kind of just like a whole lot of nothing um but i mean shout out shout out to the bag though um i mean and ign were being goofballs as usual uh i think they were definitely the clowns because niggas was talking about the the sony game the the sony game of the the month i forgot what they said but they're saying like the best playstation game of 2020 goes to cyberpunk i'm like the How? fucking game isn't even out yet. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like they were saying, like the the game of the year for consoles with unreleased games that we haven't even played yet. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so yeah, um, extremely dumb. So I don't even know. But you know, sponsorship money things. 
so yeah, but I think overall, I'm not gonna rant about it or be mad about it. It was just kind of there. Um, but I, if I were to say, and I'm not trying to be overly harsh on it, but like it was honestly a time waster and something that could have been delegated to just putting trailers out. All right, cool. So that's Gamescom. Not, not much of anything. Bump Call of Duty. Uh, we're dang near literally like two and a half hours in. So we'll go ahead and get our clowns out for the week. <laughs> All right, man. Check it out, bro. So last week I clowned Art Kelly's fans again. I'm cl- they're up there again. Why? Why you say? Well, that's because for one, uh, they are the reason why R. Kelly got beat up in prison. So, a for one, I'm not for one. I might I'm gonna find a way to introduce where we have where we celebrate positivity of real like not non clowns. I gotta find something. And if any of you guys think of a name, bring it up to me. But literally. Shout out to the person that did beat up R. Kelly, G. It was necessary. But there's people protesting outside the prison. There's people openly protesting for R. Kelly to be free. And Oofballs. But and then I, I thought about it. It clicked in my head. It, it just hit. You telling me that my my black people, black people can't get a chance to protest peacefully. For our lives, our sanity, and stuff like that. So we don't get shot seven times in the back. But Art Kelly fans can protest peacefully outside of a prison. That they can march up and down downtown peacefully. And no police whoop their ass. Or a pedophile, a child groomer, and a rapist. So it's cool to protest for a pedophile. Peacefully, without getting their ass whooped, or police coming up to engage them, but, and 72 year olds coming to shoot them, but our Kelly fans can p- protest peacefully. Just somebody make that sense for me. So, y'all some fucking clowns. Y'all already know how we feel about 12. So, big conglomerate clown for that all together. I just had to get that out because it was just like it blew my mind just hit and also second clown uh how can i explain this one um charles barkley you're a clown why you said that the uh, no charles barkley charles barkley the uh the basketball uh performing basketball said that's what people call carter yeah damn (laughs) but charles barkley and all the people who are Portland Trailblazer bandwagon because y'all saw Dame do pretty things for like inside of a bubble and all of that. Y'all said that he was going to beat LeBron, G. Y'all said he was going to sweep LeBron. Y'all said he was going to beat Bron in seven. If it's one thing you don't do, you don't beat LeBron in the first round. If it's one thing that LeBron can sit there and say proudly about his legacy, he never got sent home in one. Ever. He never lost to Game 7. Game 7, Brian, a different breed. But guess what? 
Dame didn't even get to see game five. Mm. And you niggas who who literally y'all get mad when I sit there and just give y'all real basketball facts and shit like that. Cause I love sports. I'm not just gonna think of my goddamn heart. But bro, y'all owe that man an apology. Plain and simple. Y'all some clowns. But that's that's it for me. Yo, I think I just had my clown. I think I forgot that joint, yo. No, but I think I forgot that joint. Well, I would have gave it to the truth for sampling over. Oh, yeah, give it to the truth. Hey, look. Oh, we can tag team on that. No, okay. That Explain was this too. story because right. I don't know what's going on with it. All right, so look, the truth. Big time YouTuber, right? Cool. If you're a big time YouTuber, any sort, you get that YouTube bread, people donate to you. He played Dokkan Battle. I'm not having nothing to talk about that. And the reason I can clown this nigga for this, I'm a fan of his, but the reason I can clown this nigga for this is because he made it public. If you have not made it public, my brother, and I came across him, I'm like, bro, that's his business. That's for him and his house. I can't talk nobody on that. Like, that's their stuff. I hate talking about people when they get hurt bad and stuff like that. But my nigga, you couldn't shut up. He got finesse. No doubt about it. Some chick... Kind of. They people call it the fine. I didn't think she was all that. She was kind of built weird and things of that nature. I'm not talking about her body. I'm just talking about my preferences and whatnot. But like when 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 she, you know, did she was doing YouTube and the truth was doing YouTube and they was on each other podcast and I mean not podcasts and channels and stuff like that. The truth really life love. She hit the nigga for the okie doke and ran his pockets. They trail bogey. What I do. I run that up to the game. We got to respect that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you know, you, you chalk it up to the game. You, you chalk it up to the game. You don't say nothing. You don't, you don't, oh, well, we'll, we'll you put, you take that on the chin. Take that L. You take that L. Okay. You, you like, I ain't saying what she did was right. Cause no, what she did was wrong, but you got to hold that brother. So like, um, basically she ended it with him. We still don't know why the reason they ended it. But if Cam knows something, I don't know, he'll tell y'all. But he was on Twitter making sob stories. This is my life quotes. Going uh, to Gohan. I'm like, oh, man. Get it to Afro Sid, you have to say, man, get it together. He says, get it together. Sound, get it together. Like, I, I was like, yo, yeah. <laughs> like, I hate the word simp. I hate it with a passion. Because it got overused and oversaturized. If you freaking respect women, you a simp. I hate that word. Yeah. But nigga, you was a simp. By the purest of definition. Man, that shit, she took around a couple thousand from him. You gotta chalk it up to the game. My, My man is real life You got Ooh. to. And all the people that was defending him because y'all got Dragon Ball Z goddamn photos as y'all abbeys and whatnot. Nigga, no. Or you did you the same thing. <laughs> this is not your king that we talking about, bro. This is clown shit, G. And you gotta hold that, bro. Like I said, I love the true content. It's two people that I am no, got notifications for on YouTube. One is MMA Digest for your top MMA news. I love that dude. He makes great videos. Are quick. It ain't that. He tell me everything I need to know to help me stay on track when I cover the UFC on uh, Threes in the Ring. And the truth, because I always want that unit stuff. Only two niggas I got notified on YouTube. So I'm with the true fan. But the game is the game, bro. You got to play. 
And you got to do Hey, I respect game. Game respect game, bro. So I res- not respect shorty, but I respect the game. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah, so I yeah, the the way he he definitely because I remember me and Detro talking about this a while ago, we're basically we were defending him because he didn't say anything. We were saying that like we didn't have the whole truth. Uh so we didn't know that, you know, technically they weren't even dating. So it was like we thought that they were a legitimate couple, blah blah blah. And he was going through like a, a legitimate heartbreak, but like nigga opened up his mouth i mean like i was tuning into a, a goresh stream shout out to the homie goresh uh and he was like the truth donated money to him saying like oh i'm drinking all night like nigga yo it's one female my nigga like it, it move on and like he this nigga is like so for right now he's delegated to some cringy shit i'm talking about like during his um, live stream yesterday of him uh, summoning uh, for the new units that came out, he was he was making jokes about like how how he's a simp and how like oh Shay is and you could tell because like he has some other people on like because they they were on Discord he had some other like I think it was Talon Goresh um, and some other people right there every time he made a joke about Shay like you could hear people like in the Discord in in the Discord chat going. Mm, uh, and like they would change the subject quick, so they even they were like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." So like at this point, truth, man, you were like one of the best freaking Dokkan content creators out there. Like like that trail said, like I I try to watch all your videos because like he's very informative about the game. Uh, but it's like, yo, if it's one thing that like because people have been giving him some advice, if it's one advice that I can give to you. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking about her and move on. Like, don't even joke about it. Like, stop referencing her. Don't associate with her or nothing. If you gotta, if you gotta buy some pussy to do that, bro, do it. But forget about her and move on. Well, for uh, for my client, I have two clowns of the week this week my first one is everybody that's been doing these ugly old dragon ball z uh fanfic i mean uh fan uh drawings of t'challa because i'm not even gonna say chadwick boseman because you're not even addressing him you're just using black panther and putting it on dbz stuff please stop because it's annoying me please and um it's like it's like y'all do anything to just slap a Goku face on something. And I'm not talking about the community. I'm just talking about y'all niggas that be drawing it because it's just been flooding my timeline. My other uh, clown goes. I like. I, I don't know who this guy is. I saw it in the chat earlier. But that dude, he was inboxing Shorty because he was like, "Hey, do you know what that hat is?" And she was wearing a chopper hat. Oh and yeah. Was, <laughs> and he was like, "Uh, Licks Pen. Um, let's see how much points you get if you know uh what hat you're wearing." You're making One Piece fans look bad by doing that. You're making anime dudes look bad there we by go. doing that. Stop doing that. Clown I'm ass nigga. I'm on the dating scene. I don't like like I don't even bring up anime sometimes. Like like if like if they ask what shows I watch, I'll bring it up. But like I don't understand what you guys like what goes through your head. Like how like do you think you look cool in in, in flexing that? 
and knowing like and telling people that you watched such and such amount of anime or like gatekeeping shit because it's, it's not sexy you're not gonna get no points with the girl for doing that you just look you just look silly that shit was cr- i cringe i almost dropped my phone like why would you Ugh. and i bet he, he i bet he got blocked and then later it was like this is why i can't uh talk to chicks that that were anime so i can't anime. talk to chicks about anime yeah yes. like let's shut up Nigga, you said licks top. I he didn't even say licks pen. Did he say lick tip of pen, bro? Hold on, I'm yeah. about to pull it. I'm about yeah. to pull the picture up right now. Hold on, because I want to read some real stupid words. shit, bro. <laughs> hey, quick advice for y'all: don't ask a chick's top ten. Just don't do it, because she probably ran into somebody that's just like you. So if you want to look better than the last guy, just don't bring it up. Exactly. Let her bring it up. Uh, say you like a certain show and leave. But it yeah, dude, literally went. So you say. But, all caps, there are so many variables to why you actually have that hat. Ah, ma'am. Oh, my God. He said ma'am. Dude. He probably thought he's being so smart. And then hit, and then I, I forgot, I don't really know how to describe this emoji, but dot, 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 so pulls out pen and pad, licks in the ink pen, and gets ready to write while looking at you. No bonus points? Or do we have an answer? This nigga gay as hell, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 hey. Well, uh, uh. <laughs> Look, man, hold on. Where, where's Pepsi Wait, hold at? On. Hold on, man. Hold on. I'm sorry, G. Hold on, bro. Hold Dude, on. Family men, we getting it paper. Know what I'm talking about? And I had to put that out there, bun, because a lot of niggas doing a lot of fool gays and shit out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Pepsi had to speak to these people, bro. I'm sorry. But he fumbled it hard. Hey, you didn't fumble. You just dropped it on purpose because exactly. you just couldn't help yourself. Look, man, by being a nerd. That shit like that. Look, who, bro. who type? Like, I can I can see somebody sit like in a like in a conversation doing goofy shit like that. But the yeah. very fact that you took the time and effort to type how how you would say that in actual text message format, you are like I have to. It's like an astonishment of just how oh, dumb you are. <laughs> I'm fascinated by your stupidity. <laughs> That's trash. Like you could like like cancer, you could be playing around, but you know dude was typing that he's like, I'm gonna get it with this. He, he probably thought he was the smartest human being. Like he's like he's about to post this shit on his uh subreddit about getting girls with anime and go like, Hey y'all, look what I just texted this shorty, I'm gonna get some pussy tonight. He thought. Oh, nah, shoot, bro. Look, all I gotta say is, bro, if she block you, I'm gonna say the same thing I told the truth, bro. You gotta chalk that one up to the game. <laughs> to the <laughs> game, gotta, bro. You gotta chalk that one up. Say, hey, bro. No, you gotta talk. You gotta talk that up to the. You try to. I didn't look at the shadow report. Um, you know, I just gotta get back in rhythm. Uh, she, she, was, she was good. She was good. She you gotta chalk that up to that hope dude taking the ball from you and Captain Sabasa, bro. It happens. <laughs> Man, look, bro. Look, G, all I got to say is, bro, I hope you don't got a girlfriend because one day you're going to FaceTime and she's going to have a trap music on in the background, bro, and she don't even listen to trap, bro. Yikes. <laughs> yep. So, so who's that behind you? <laughs> damn thing you can do about it. Thanks, you about it. So, but best advice I can tell you niggas, stop talking yourselves out of coochie, my nigga. You anime gatekeeper niggas. Talk as soon out as he said pulls out pin. And notepad. I heard the poo- I heard the coochies closing. <laughs> I heard it from a mile away. 
I heard it dry up, dog. Right. <laughs> they closed. Right. They shut the door. Man, y'all brothers is weird, bro. You brothers is weird, but those of our clowns. Don't forget about the motherfuckers on the other side too. That ain't no shit. Acting like cousin. All the motherfuckers over there, that ain't no shit. Don't forget about them bozos too. Hey, dude was wearing them anime button ups, man. Man, that nigga had Bradford that had that SpongeBob game uh, in his MySpace account. <laughs> you used to do that. You used to do that. That was you. That was you. You used to say you licked the top of the pen and you opened your notepad, bro. You closed the coochie that day, bro. That was you. <laughs> that, was that was you. <laughs> Don't forget. That was Don't you. <laughs> Like, no, like, stop talking yourselves out of coochie, G. Like, come on, bro. But we'll end the episode on that note, G. Hope y'all learned something off this clown segment. Also, I'm sorry, G. I, I don't know how I forgot. Uh, I, I hate to bring this motherfucker up, but, G, the simple fact that literally people are literally, I hate people for this. Y'all think, y'all giving that, that freaking snitch freaking kudos for walking around Chicago. Oh Nigga, he's God. with the feds. Oh, yeah. He's with the feds. <laughs> Chicago niggas ain't that stupid. If he wasn't, bro. You would have saw a whole different post. <laughs> no, I don't. And we in the podcast off this, bro. If they would have killed that nigga, say for instance, to be so bad, the motherfuckers are talking about how Chicago's so bad and shit like that. The yep. moment we don't kill a nigga, we scary. Okay. Mm, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the moment like, we do not have a homicide because somebody. Talking cast it. We we a scary city. Like, right, what? Once again, this is New York. Fix y'all problem. This is y'all problem. <laughs> y'all did that. Y'all did that. New York. We don't gotta fix nothing. Like literally, one thing I would give Chicago niggas credit for. We're they not stupid. We're not stupid, especially no, strictly. They the not fans. stupid. <laughs> And also, shout out to Harold's exposing the fact that he did not go in that Harold's. Somebody went in and got it for him. Thank you, huh. clown-ass nigga. But, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus, man. Greatly appreciate that. As always, hit them follows. Uh, IG page is bussing, surprisingly. So, uh, that's a good thing. Uh, people blowing up on one post. Uh, and... Also, just make sure you, uh, and that's the YouTube Media page, by the way, on IG. Uh, whatever platform you listen to us on, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Google Podcasts. Make sure uh, you like, follow, subscribe on, on those platforms. It would be greatly appreciated. And above all, share. Let the people know. Let the culture know that we are the Black Otakus, and we keep it G real with y'all, G, always. But thanks for listening, and peace. I'll take a final uh, hashtag G Fuel sponsor a sip. <laughs>